This is Steve, and this is Parnell, and this is Flippin' and Mashing. I'm not even sure what number we're on anymore, so, so we're not, we're not, we shouldn't even bring I that far I think up. it's 12. No, we already did 12 for sure. No. Yeah, I know, we're for sure we did 12, so we're probably on like 13. Speaking of that, so in between the last episode and this episode, we've made some uh, small, I don't know, what do you want to call them, like bonus episodes that we're going <laughs> to... Bonus. Yeah. So I'm like, because we went on a road trip once, we, we made a... A podcast. You're right. This is thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Episode thirteen. Yeah. So we went, we have a this couple. The bad luck podcast. <laughs> the bad Actually, luck podcast. Well, yeah. Number thirteen. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> we have a couple small bonus uh, episodes that are going to be coming out here shortly that we're going to flick out at you. We got one where we went around and did our bar hopping. Oh uh-huh, yeah. We 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 hit two bars up that we knew they had games at. Um, that they've had games at for a while. Like, but only one. Right. Each. Um, and we brought one of our league guys, Dan, with us. Yeah, we had a good time. And I then we really we kind of we kind of interviewed him at the end, asked him some questions quick, and right. So we'll pop that out here very shortly because that's already all done being edited and stuff like that. And we also had we went, went on a road trip, went and checked out some uh, pinball machines, a whole bunch of them. We got we had a, we talked a lot about all the cool machines that were down there that we got to check. Yeah, out. he we got a list of games and uh, we went through. 25 of them or so. And mm-hmm. The guy there had 50 machines, so it was pretty impressive seeing his collection. It would have been nicer if they were all set up. Yeah, they're all, they were all folded up in storage. Right. And you couldn't even walk between them, but... Yeah. But he had some that were all set up that were, that were pretty dynamite. He had uh, Caveman. From oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve. I'm glad... I remember... I remember when I first got into pinball and I was obsessed with Gottlieb's and now Steve is following right in my footsteps, which this will really make Chris get hard because Steve, Steve will be as dumb as me with all his Gottlieb talk. Exactly. Um, but he had a couple awesome machines, uh, an NFL, an, NFL, an old NFL game. Uh, Amer- Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. It was a cool one because it's got this jump in the middle that I was I thought was awesome. It had a lot of really cool stuff on it. Ramps, uh, jumps. The ball was airborne half the time we were playing the, it. The cool thing Steve's talking about is um, in the middle of the play field, there's these stand-up targets, and you hit both of them. And then this ramp pops up, but then with the ramp, uh, a, a field goal also slides up. up. Yep. And the ramp will let the ball jump to a... Like a landing platform, landing ramp. The ramp, a.k.a. the inclined sure. play field, will then let the ball jump up to, in between the field goal posts, onto a ramp that goes back down to your flipper. Yep. So you could literally, if you were good at shooting that game, keep hitting that same shot once it's up, and it would return to your left flipper over and over. Which I wasn't. So as a result, the ball was just airborne, but going in all sorts of different directions <laughs> the entire time. Landing on uh, ramps over here or landing on... Uh, mine uh, Mine did jump over the flipper in the drain, and I was... Somehow the game was set up super simple, right? Where we got like five or six balls, and so I just... I was letting balls drink, so I'm like, oh my god, I can't play this game any longer. <laughs> it's yeah, easy. I played that game forever, and I'm not good, but I, I played it forever. I felt like I was... Uh, a phenom playing it. Uh, it really makes you feel pretty good about yourself because it keeps giving you more and more balls as you're going along. It was kind. Of, it, it was an enjoyable, fun, quick game. Yeah. Another game that I liked a lot was uh, Judge Dread. They had Judge Dread there. It was the first time I ever got to play Judge Dread, 
and I was frustrated that for the first time I ever got to play Judge Dread, I had a fluorescent light bulb going across the entire play field, so I couldn't see anything that I was trying to play. But uh, uh, it was still it was still a fun time. I still enjoyed the the artwork that that which I could see through the fluorescent light bulb glare. Um, it's a it's a wide body. It's huge. So I think it's. It had a ton of stuff going on. Over thirty inches wide. And I wish I could have played it more Almost to really understand 20. the gameplay. Yeah, that it's going to be one of those games where there's the rules are pretty deep. It's the 90s Williams. It's one of the super pins. It had a lot of difficult shots. You had to pass it up to a flipper yeah, up there's above four, it. Yeah, flip, three flippers? It had four flippers. So it had yeah, two down so. below. One up about midway to the left. And then a tiny one off to the upper right. Okay, yep. So somehow you had to you know, pass it up to the small one. And, and from there you can shoot it into this uh, big ramp swooping around the game. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Demolition Man. I like Demolition Man more. That has the same kind of thing. Just crap tons of shots. Big swooping ramps. Yeah. Um, but Judge Dredd is based off the old comics, I think. Correct. It's not based off the movies at all. Which um, I, I enjoy them both, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I like the theme... I'm not into the game yet, but I don't know. I've played the game a handful of times at MGC. Never really got into it because I didn't really know what I was hitting. And um, since I'd never read the comics, I've only seen... I don't even... Maybe I've seen the Sylvester Stallone movie once. Sure. But what I really liked was the new remake. Oh, it's really good. Oh my god, is that good. But none of the comment... Like, none of the call-outs and stuff really captured me, so... Sure. I really, really loved The Old Judge Dredd with uh, Special Stallone. I know a lot of people think that's a really bad movie. Like, they think of Judge Dredd how a lot of people think of, like, the old Batmans that are real garbage. But that, to me, was a nostalgic feel. I used to watch that back-to-back. I'd watch it all the time. Oh, God. So even though... It's like Waterworld then, right? Yes. Exactly. (laughs) I was watching that today. Were you? No. Okay. Yes. Yes, I was. I watched, oh, speaking of that, today, uh, so my son's in love with sharks right now, and uh, there is a movie from sci-fi, so you know it's a good movie already, because sci-fi made it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there's a movie called Planet of the Sharks. Oh my god. Yes. Is this like Sharknado, but on a planet? No, it's like Waterworld. So oh what my happened god. We need was, a game then. Gottlieb needs to come back and make this as a game. Exactly. So... The whole planet has been, like, like all the the glaciers have melted, so the whole planet has been covered by water. And the sharks have, like, evolved and become more, like, smart and all this different stuff, so the whole entire planet is just covered it's by... Jaws. There's yeah, jaws everywhere. Exactly. And they're attacking people, and they live on these, like, floating cities, kind of like in Waterworld. Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. And the cities are being attacked by sharks all the time. They're jumping way too high, and they're way too powerful. And they're so just they probably used all Waterworld's props because that they, yeah. they couldn't even give those. That's away what it for felt free. like. It, honestly, it felt like they were using Waterworld's props. It felt like I was watching Waterworld. Was Costner in it? Did he show up with his little fins in his? And did he kill all the sharks? I wish he would have been. In. <laughs> did they have to go down, like swim down, and grab dirt? No, I, I don't. I didn't get to finish it. Oh, you need to finish it. I, I, we, need, we need a review of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. We, we canceled Sling, but I think we still have like a little bit of time left. I, should, I need to go watch this before. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, even though that game had nothing to do with the movie, the yeah. Judge Dredd movie, I still 
wanted to play it so bad because it was Judge Dredd. I never read the comic book. Well, I, I was the same way. I really, um, when I was looking to maybe buy my second or third game, I wanted Judge Dredd or Demo Man. Sure. And I had never played either one of them, but I just okay. knew people just talked them up. Sure. And I, people, <clears throat> I never ended up getting one, but my second game was a Fishtails, and people on Pinside had talked that game up so big. And when I got it, I liked it, but I ended up hating the game. And now I think I'd like it. But back when I first got into pinball, I just wanted fun games, and that game was really hard. It had lightning flippers, which are like an eighth inch shorter. Mm. So the game was just brutal. Okay. So I remember hating it, and I'd be on Pinside and just be like, don't listen to fucking anybody on Pinside. They're all goddamn liars. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, when you have a really tough game as one of two, or I ended up selling Waterworld, so one of one, it's kind of too hard of a game to have as a single player, like a single game in your collection. Sure. There was some other neat games. I mean, w- he had he had a lot of games folded, but nothing was for sale yet except the list he gave us, which was in our road trip. Um, mm-hmm. And exactly. We'll, and I went through that. my list of interested games. I should give him a call because um, we have some updates on routing. Yes. To go over, so... I don't know, do we want to talk about that yet? Maybe not yet. We gotta proceed. We need we need a, a step in the right direction. Right, because nothing, nothing may happen, so there's not... Well, should, it could happen. I guess it could happen. Well, yeah, we'll have to wait on it, because want, we want to talk about it, because there's some cool stuff that could happen, but we almost need to let it develop to see if it's even a possibility. It definitely needs to, because otherwise I'm going to get way too excited. Exactly. It Because it, I'll do the same thing. I, and then I, if it doesn't, we'll yeah. just be like, oh, fucking Flippin' Mashin's a bunch of liars. I know. And I want it to happen, but I, I, I don't want to put all my hopes on it either. It'd be big for Duluth. It'd be big for me personally, because I'd, I'd want to go all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but All right. Um, so let's let's just start with pinball then. My machine. So yep. we, last time, we started talking about, we think we figured out what the problem was. And we happened oh, to be right. So there was a... Um, a gentleman on Pinside, and uh, he's a really big, I would say, knowledgeable person. I was going to say helpful person in the Gottlieb uh, community. G- community. Sure. Uh, his name is Forceflow. He's helped me a bunch on Black Hole and stuff. I posted up and I said, what test do you do t- to make sure your MP, your CPU board works before you just trash it and go buy a new one? Right. If the board was $80 or 100 I would have just bought one for your sure. game. But... It's two ninety nine or something. It's a little pricey. Where I'm you're almost two forty, but either way, it's expensive. You're we're in it for a couple hundred, and so it's like all of a sudden we're pricing us, or you we're pricing you over the value of the game, right? And so it's like okay, so wh- what do we need to test on the CPU board to make sure that we have a working CPU board because it's not right. really damage on it. And I gave him the symptoms where the game just. The game starts, only plays one ball at a time when it, it hits start. It has, it has about half the sounds. Yeah, some sounds work. Well, he said, does your trough switch? Does your, he said the out hole or something switch work. And I didn't know if it was the out hole kicker in the upper play field or the drain switch. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, let me check. And sure enough, that switch, even with the ball sitting in the trough, 
wasn't registering. Right. So uh, I filed that a tad just to test, and then I brought my switch tool and we bent it in. Right, because even though we got the pins to be nice and clean, so they actually would connect. Oh, yeah. So the actual uh, switch itself wouldn't close all the way. It like was like bent, so it wouldn't close properly. Yeah, and our test was we took a digital multimeter, put it on the continuity. We held the you know the two prongs on each side of the switch and closed it, and it wouldn't register. Right. And the switch contacts that touch each other are supposed to be they look brass or or gold. Mm-hmm. They were black. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we kind of filed them quick just to get gold, and then boop, it was working. Uh, the switch continuity test was working. Right. So then I brought the switch tool, we bent it, and then uh, tested it out. It plays now, three balls. Yeah, it now works. it plays balls. Yeah, it actually works really well. The only thing it doesn't have really working on it now is it doesn't have all the sounds for some reason. It has about, I don't know, half a quarter of the sounds maybe. Yeah, it almost seems like... So we watched a bunch of YouTube videos and it sound, or it looks like... I think the sounds kick off via switch hits. Correct. So, For sure that's what's happening. It doesn't have an actual background tone going on the entire time. Yeah. It has, whenever you hit something, it interacts and creates a tone. Yeah, so we're going to... I ordered um, a bunch of these from the Pinball Resource. They have the old school stuff. So I ordered a bunch of uh, switch cleaner... It's kind of like, they say it's kind of like emery cloth, which is for rubbing copper. Okay. I ordered a bunch of that stuff. So me and Steve will go through each single switch on the game, which still isn't as many as an EM game, but we'll go through them all. We'll clean them because the only thing we did was clean it with a business card and rubbing alcohol. Right. We didn't do it really properly or good enough, maybe. We didn't. Because that one main switch, the actual trough switch, we, we cleaned that. The, through our business card way. Yeah, and the thing is, if they were corroded to the point where they were black, and the corrosion was so much that the switch wasn't making contact, cleaning of the rubbing alcohol is not going to get that corrosion off. Mm-hmm. So this will file off that. It'll what do you varnish it or make it uh, shiny again, so then they'll, they'll connect. So then we can test each switch. And we should still also run that uh, switch, your, your switch Oh, tool. in the menu. And actually make it bent properly. Because oh, some of these, yeah. they might even be clean enough, but if they're like that trough, uh, trough switch, which is, it's bent, so oh, it's not, not closing yeah, all not. the way, then it doesn't even matter if they're clean and nice. Yeah, so we'll we'll run our fingers over the play field and see if switches are closing, and uh, we'll get it all cleaned up. And then I think after Steve saw that the list of games for sale, he might want to dump this for the next project. Yeah, there's a, a game... A couple games that I think are pretty cool that shouldn't be that much money that I'm kind of interested in. Uh, there's a Sharpshooter 2 that I'm kind of interested in because it's a, it's a Western. And I know that maybe sound goofy to some of you, but I, I like Westerns a lot. So the idea of this older Western machine, it seems pretty cool to me. I, I haven't played it, so I don't know how it plays. It might be pure garbage. So I'm, obviously I'm not going to just buy it without testing it and stuff like that. But uh, um, it sounds cool to me. I like yeah. the idea of it, at least. The couple games, most of the games on the list, there was a handful of EM games. Those those should be relatively cheap, but they're EM, so they're going to be older, like the one in my garage, sure. and play ball. Um, and then, for sure, the Volcano by Gottlieb should be cheaper, and the Gottlieb Spring Break. 
So the spring bait does spring break have babes on it? Yes. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like the Playboy game we played, but nudity aside, um, Playboy is a really, really good game. We're jumping around here. Well, not but, necessarily. We're still talking about I games. Know. Okay, so but we played Stern's 2002 Playboy at a bar called The Reef that was local to us the other night. Right. And uh, it was a dynamite game. It's actually one of the best games I've ever played. I'm the serious. The flippers about that. were a tad weak, and the the ramp on the left that feeds your left flipper, the switches when it locks the ball. There's like three. Yeah, it wasn't reacting properly at all. They weren't registering, so it would hold your ball. Like if you had a jackpot time timer down, like countdown. Yeah. It would hold it until would, you countered all the way down so you'd miss out on your and jackpot. And then the ball search would happen and then yep. your ball would release and you maybe got one shot at your jackpot. And so You had to be just lightning quick with it. Like, this is your one you chance to take it. it. Yeah. Um, I put my name on it as like Playboy Mansion Champion or something. Yep. Um, I got to the end of the game. I was one shot away. From victory. And uh, I fucking bricked it. Oh, Dan was so excited. <laughs> um, I was pretty excited. Uh, I would agree. It you said it. You said it right. It was you can shoot, and as long as you don't hit a post, you hit a shot. You hit something. Because the whole entire upper playfield, the entire upper playfield, is either some kind of ramp or some kind of loop or some kind of. It's it's, it's a shot. It's, it does something. If you just shot it in general anywhere, yeah, there's you, not. A, there's not a lot of stand-up targets. No, yeah, so just, you're not hitting targets, you're hitting shots. Yeah, indiscriminately, if you fire the ball, it's going to go and do something cool. It's going to go on a ramp. It's going to go get locked into like one of these ball locks or something like that. And uh, you just got to miss a post in between the ramps. That's it. It, <clears throat> from, my, from my understanding, you know, games that they drop in bars, especially like Playboy, uh, you want people to feel like they can play the game and yeah. not get frustrated. So that's kind of what they did with the Playboy games. And it, def- it, it definitely what it was what it was. It was just a fun time the whole entire time. Plus it had hot babies they had the nude, the They had the nude cards in it. Yes, which I was um, shocked and pleasantly delighted to see. <laughs> the game was super dirty. The flippers were... Oh, you, we, we don't know. The flippers were weak and then that thing. But yeah. it was playable to a certain extent. And we got a handful of free games off it. A lot of free games. Um, I'll, I'll probably want to go back and... and Slapping around again. I I was so impressed with it. Yeah, I'll totally go back there and play it. I I didn't realize how good that game ever was. I didn't really have an interest in playing it. And then after playing it, it's, like it's one of the best pinball machines I've ever seen. And we went uh, pretty much right after work. We went like on a Thursday at 5 yep. o'clock. Which, they had bingo that night, but no one was back where we were. Right, because they were all up front. <clears throat> a bunch of old people playing um, pinball. And they had a couple handcraft uh, beers. They had Castle Danger and Hoops. Mm-hmm. And so, I was happy. You... Grab a $4 beer and you just kind of... We had peanuts and popcorn. Yep, free peanuts, free popcorn. We, I, we, I, think I we'll almost do this filled again. up on just that. Yeah, I think we'll do this again. That was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We should take like one or two people from the league every, every week. That sounds good. And then they had uh, a Miss Pac-Man there. And Dan apparently is a phenom when it comes um, to Miss Pac-Man. I can't believe how good he is. So what's funny is one of the, the Miss Pac-Man man I was repairing... And league never happened at my house right. at the same time, so he never saw it. Right. But we get there, and when he sees, he goes, "Oh, I'll put my name on it." Right. And, and I was I, like, I, uh, "Oh man, there's a lot of people that are good at it, but really, 
Sure. He's good. He's he's incredible. No, he, he was number one. Number one on the entire game. And he says, yeah, I, I usually am always number one whenever I start playing it. It's just all I need is one shot and I can put my name on number one. It's like, dear lord! And he, he uh, yeah, that game was the one that he got was, to level three and he goes, this isn't right, this isn't the standard. It was specially standard. modified. He goes, this, wasn't, this isn't the standard level. And I even, when he said that, I recognized it too because the one I was fixing, I made it about four levels, five levels in. Okay. And that one didn't look, yeah, I've, I've never seen that before. He made it to the baby act, and I was like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, um, Miss, oh, Pac-Man Jr. Yeah. Uh, I've never made it that far. Miss Pac-Man I love because it's fast. Where Pac-Man, the old, the original Pac-Man, uh-huh. is slow as shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he put his name on it. Me and him played together. I made it a couple levels deep, and I, I like Pac-Man, but... I knew he was doing good, because obviously he was just playing forever. But at the same time, I didn't know how good he was doing until he put his name number one on the board. And I was like, oh, good lord. This guy is super good. <laughs> and then when we went to the next bar, uh, because I didn't know we were going to go to the next bar until you got excited. Because the next bar, Dan said he was at like a week or two ago, and he's, he uh, mentioned a stern Batman Black Knight, Dark Knight. Yeah. And a Sopranos. And the Sopranos has been there for... I've been to that bar a bunch back six, seven years ago, maybe? Sure. And they had Sopranos there. And I remember it going from working well to, like, left flipper doesn't work and Mm -hmm. some pile of shit. So Mm -hmm. we get there, and I'm going, oh, God, I hope the game works. Right. But they had a four-player Pac-Man, the newer gen. And you and Dan played that while I was on the phone. I really liked it a lot for multiple reasons. One, because it was... So it was set up as a, a cocktail table. But, like, for drinking. Right. With cup holders and everything. It was pretty cool. Exactly. So four people can sit at the table, and uh, y'all got your... Two on each side. Right. You have yep. your joystick for each one, and then also you have your cup holders for each one. And then they have, like, an over... Oh, like, a, ho- you. like, a, like a bubble hockey kind of scoreboard. Well, I don't know if it was a scoreboard, but either way, it was like a lamp. Or at, okay. least, at least it gave some kind of atmosphere because it was like a light above you. So it kind of gave you like your own feel and like atmosphere just for you sitting at this table. And then the graphics on it were really good. The speed was really good on the game. And it had a lot of cool elements that made it modern. So Oh, especially for multiplayer. Right. So to make it a multiplayer game, you got to be able to hurt each other. So... Um, you, you take off, the game starts, and then whenever you... So you have your little tiny pellets that you eat, right? And then you have these medium pellets, and the, the, or the big pellets. When you eat the big pellets, that makes your character real big. And when he turns real big, he can so, not only eat ghosts, he can eat other players. In the original game, those big pellets allow you to eat the ghosts, right? The ghosts right. flip colors. Yeah. But in this game, you physically get bigger? You physically get bigger. Okay. And then you can eat ghosts and other players. Yes. So what if another player eats one of those pellets too? He's run for your life. So but, but no, if no, you there, both there, no, no. There's only one pellet on the field. Oh, at the there's time. only one. Yeah. So if you're on the wrong side of the field at the time, uh, and here's another thing that I didn't realize: you cannot eat a ghost if you did not get a pellet. So um, even though he got a pellet on the opposite side of the field, I was like, All right, I'm gonna go eat a ghost now, because at least they're uh, they've turned what are they, dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. So I went. I ran over him. 
and I wasn't grabbing him, so I kept going back over him, trying to figure like what's wrong here. And then he, of course, changed his color, and then you just screwed yourself because you just run into him. But uh, obviously, I didn't do that again. But so what this means is not only can he eat all the ghosts on the playing field, but he can also eat you. So you just run in for your life the entire time. I I feel like two to four player would be super fun because it, yeah. it's chaos. And the longer the game goes on, the faster your characters Holy get. Holy shit. So, so it's not meant to play for a long time. No. <laughs> so yeah, so by the end, like, because there was one game we were playing for a while, and our characters got like hyper fast. Like we were like just ba- banging around really quick. And uh, that was a pretty exciting, like almost mode, if you want to call it. Because then uh, when one person gets the power pellet, everybody and the ghosts are mm-hmm. running away. So you not only have to avoid that player, but all the ghosts. Right. Yes. So that'd be pretty cool. I'm glad they made that because that's a really good enhancement to bring Pac-Man yeah. into the current day. Right. I mean, because everything nowadays is about multiplayer. Yep. And then not only do you have multiplayer, but you also have the NPCs on the field at the same time. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. I enjoyed Sweet. it. They had a Big Buck Hunter HD. Yeah, huge and, screen. Huge screen. And then bubble hockey. Everybody's getting bubble hockeys now. A couple breweries have them. Old Chicago has it. But I've never seen people play it. I've only seen the machines. Yeah, that's true. Um, but we got to play Dark Knight, and uh, the back box bulb was out. I talked to the bartender, and I've talked to him before about pinball years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I told him I'd fix it because I guess the company that vends Sopranos, uh-huh. he pays to work on his game, but uh, they don't seem to be. They don't clean the playfield, so right. the playfield is just dirty, and it's literally the worst plunger that I've ever pulled in my entire life. It, uh, this is on Sopranos now. You pull the plunger back, you let go, and it barely gets up the ramp. It barely it gets to the playfield. Yeah, bar- yeah, to the playfield. And uh, that has the um, oh, what do they call it? It has there's the coin door with the lock on it, but then they have that big strap yeah. of steel. Yeah, um, his. The Black Knight is his personal game. I knew that, yeah. Uh, so I told him I'd come back. I'd bring the bulb, a couple of LEDs, because it looks like when his that uh, Dark Knight came out with incandescence, but as they die, it looks like that vendor's been putting LEDs in them. So I'll mm. bring some LEDs. We'll drop those in. You said said there's one of the rollovers without no bulb, or like the lights out. Well, there's one area that for sure, it's so dark in that spot that I feel like it has to be missing a, a bulb of some oh, sort sure. because it's just weird <clears throat> how dark it is in that one area. Because uh, it, it reminds me a lot of your uh, ghost section in your Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings where it kind of all gets lit up and when you when you go through that area. Oh, but it's dark otherwise. Yeah, and this one, it's just completely dark. It doesn't light up at all. Yeah, it's... I'm not a huge fan of the game, but I, I also don't know how to play the game. I wasn't a fan of the game until I got that Joker pinball. You mode. asshole! You, you fucking blew the game up. I blew up uh, Bay, uh, Baywatch, uh, Pac- Playboy. Yeah, but you came and we had. <laughs> so um, I love supporting local people. Yeah, uh, it makes me feel good that they're trying to do something for mm-hmm. the community, and we're the community. So we went there. We ordered a couple beers. We went over to the game, and the owner just loved talking to us about it um and then i had overheard him talking about food and we were all kind of hungry so i 
I asked him what kind of food he had. He just had like he reheated frozen, reheated. He he could cook frozen pizzas. Yeah. Uh, bar pizzas, but I guess it was a pretty good brand. Um, so we ordered one, and then we played. And while me and Dan are eating, you just would not drain on that no, man. Yeah, it. You freaking blew it up. Yeah, I, I mean, had... given you didn't put your name on it, but you blew up out of us playing that night. Right, you just destroyed it. Right, and it was on. My, I was on the last ball too. Like that would have been. Yeah, the end Dan of the had game. like twenty one million or whatever, mm-hmm. and you were low. And I all had of a two sudden, million. <laughs> I had two million. That was it, and I I was the the worst one on the on the the board so far, and uh, he looked like he was a lock to win the game. And then I just couldn't drain that. Plus, I got this hugely chaotic uh, Joker pin uh, multi ball. So it was a four ball multi ball, and I was just deliberately I wasn't worried about hitting any shots. It was just I'm not going to drain any of these balls. So I just kept flicking them. I wasn't trying to aim or anything. I was just keeping them out. Just just keep smacking them away from the away from the hole and uh i don't know what i was hitting to be honest at all because i was just literally just staring at the hole just making sure just nothing fell in the hole just banging it away and uh i racked up a score like a son of a gun in a a hurry because i i almost got 40 million um but no from what i could tell there was no bonuses at the end of the game yeah so when he drained he turns around and goes are they gonna count the bonus like you know how your bonus kind of yeah and it I didn't see it because I didn't look right when you ended. Sure. But, yeah, I mean. Because the game ended and I was at 39 point whatever. Oh, so that's why you thought. Right, because I knew that the bonuses were going to bounce me over 40 million. I was like, all right, there we go. Now I'm over 40. I'm good to go. But the bonuses never – there was no bonuses apparently at the end of the game. And maybe someone could correct me, but uh, at least from what I could tell, Dark Knight doesn't have any bonuses at the end of the game. There's got to be. Interesting. We'll look into it. I think it's weird. That they have action figures on there. Do you think those are aftermarket? Okay, so this is an odd game, right? We have a couple stipulations with this game. Uh, we get there, and the back box lights out. Correct. So it's a very dark game already because the yeah. light bulb is the big one that covers up everything. So is all out. Like any other pinball person, you kind of lean over the game and you check out the play field. And there's, there's Batman, like... Falling over. Falling over with his <laughs> hand in the ramp. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was like, his first comment is, "I don't think we can play this game. <laughs> I don't think we can play this game because Batman is hanging on top of one of the ramps." And like, his like, hand—it almost looked like the ball was gonna hit his hand. Yeah, he was kind of like you could see that they put this—I don't know if it's stock or not—but like there was a metal bracket on his foot that connected to a nut. Yeah, and it was like bent. Yeah, and Batman was kind of yeah. He was like. Laying, he was laying across a ramp with his hand in the ramp. Right. Um, and the thing, I was looking, I kept staring at him because all I can think is, this is an action figure. Because like, his joints, like all of his like arms yeah. and legs, they were jointed. Like yeah, when he you was said an that, action that's what I was figure. Like, this might be. And it didn't. It did not look like if you bent him back up that the glass would fit over. He the game. was too tall. Yeah, he, he couldn't was, have fit in the game. Yeah. Five inches tall. He was big. That's what I kept thinking. I was like, even if we remove the glass right now, because I because I knew we could, because the, the owner was right there. He probably wouldn't care if we removed the glass and put you know put him upright. But it's like we can't put him upright. He's too tall for the game. So um, when I I'm gonna bring my like remote pinball bag with the cleaner and the a couple bulbs and stuff, and I'll I'll go check it out. I'll go see if. It has to be aftermarket. It has to be aftermarket. Well, we'll, we'll still look it up. Thing. 
So when Joker spun around for multi for the Joker multi ball, he also was a jointed action figure. That's stock. But I noticed on his limbs they were also jointed. Okay. So that's why I'm wondering is is this a thing? Like, did the creators of the game just put action figures in there? Like, is that standard? Yeah, that's normal Stern right there. Okay. That, they do that a lot. Um. Oh, dude. Nope. This is all stock. Look at this shit. He's supposed to be leaning like that. Oh, my God. So his hand just dropped down. Okay. But wait. This is a prototype, right? Wasn't that a plastic ramp? No, no, no. It was, it was metal. metal. It was metal, just like that. Uh, so it, maybe wow. he's supposed to look like he's jumping across the ramp, but his arm dipped down. Into yeah, to punch the Joker or something. I, I, yes, because there's if the his scarecrow. cape was like flailing out more, then it might look like so he was this jumping is, over it. Stern gets made fun of all the time for just taking literally action figures and other <laughs> characters off the shelves of Walmart and Target <laughs> and putting them in their game, like like Transformers. <laughs> no, Lord of the Rings. Oh like God. nothing is molded, right? They just. Oh, this will do. Yeah, this will do. The only cool thing was when they released Mustang, the car, like sure. the Ford Mustang. They just put game. Hot Wheels in it. Yes, but they even said on the flyer, like you can replace it with your own custom Mustang. Okay, that made sense. Sure, because everybody has their own favorite Mustang, and you can custom paint your Mustang okay. Hot Wheels cars. And they had a big Mustang in the middle, and then little Mustangs. Okay, that that makes sense. I get that. But when you have, like, Batman, Lord of the Rings or something, sure. Metallica or whatever, sure. if you're going to take off-the-shelf little action figures uh-huh. and then charge us, what, five, six grand for a game? Like, yeah. fuck you, man. Yeah. You you just took a 2 to $10 part. Yeah, I think that, okay, so I think that this game is a decent enough game. It's enjoyable. I love Batman. So I was giving it... Uh, a thumbs up before I even started playing the game. Kind of like any other game made by Gottlieb. Kind of, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, man. But because I'm a nerd and I think too much about this stuff, like this Batman game, for instance, the entire time I was playing with it... Uh-oh. Um, this was my next comment, maybe. Right. None of the theme is accurate to any of... Uh, nothing in the movie <clears throat> goes with the theme of the game. Like, they made the game... And then afterwards decided, uh, can we market this as a Batman? Sure! Slap some Batmans on it! It's a Batman game now! Where the fuck does a crane come from? Oh, it has a huge crane in it. It has like Which some construction it, stuff over on the side over cool, here. It's cool because it swings across and it stops at certain spots and you have to hit that. Right. But it literally has nothing to do with Batman. Nothing in this game has anything to do with Batman. And that crane... Because they made this Batman, then they made Batman 66, which is the 60s TV show Batman. And they used the same crane again, right? Same crane. Yeah. But at least they put, like, a operator box with the penguin. I think either they did or a mod is to put the penguin in it. Right. Because they're... In this game, they just have the scarecrow... Standing behind it. ...action figure from Target standing behind the crane. Right. And, like, like he's supposed to be controlling it. But in theory, like, he's not even have, he doesn't have his arms out, like, looking like he's controlling it. He's just standing behind yeah. it. Yeah. So it, we're just using our imagination to be like, no, no, he's he's controlling this. But it's not from the movie. No. The the crane is cool. The crane itself is the best part of the whole entire game. Really? I think I so. got irritated. I think I was in like Scarecrow Multiball or Crane Multiball and the crane won't go away. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, no. I liked it a lot because like, with it dragging that uh, that ball. that metal ball across and you're trying to hit it the entire time. The I only thing cool. that you said that I liked was... 
there was a there was a handful of scenes in Batman where it took place at a construction site, so right. it makes an abstract sense that you would have a crane. Exactly, because there's the one big scene at the end of Dark Knight where he's got the Joker up in oh, that upside down. yeah yeah upside down up in that uh, big huge construction site. So you could put some dots together and be like, well, they were in a construction site at one point in the game or at one point in the movie. You've gotta have a crane, right? But the scarecrow was never in any of that scene, so you having him control a crane to try to attack Batman has nothing to do with anything. And then I, I don't know, man. the The Joker, I love the Joker. Right, sure. he was a great character. Yeah. yeah, but they just have it in this big canister, and he just spins around, and just stands there. It's cheapened, in my opinion, because it was a, wa- it was a waste of a toy. Oh yeah, because he's supposed to do like this like, reveal, like it. It's a, it's a closed container, and then the container at, spins open. When you, like, pretty much enabled the Joker, yeah, right. it spins. And it's just him standing in an open container. It's not like he's got, like, an environment around him. Like, he's surrounded by all this, like, burning money. Like, for instance, in, in the movie, he's got all that burning money in that one scene. I would have done that totally. Or or something. I mean, Anything. I wonder if people have modded it to make it look fucking I, I would fill it with stuff, because it's just an empty... Dude. Like, circle with him standing. So, this theme integration of the movie freaking sucked. Correct. Batman Forever freaking kicked ass. Batman Forever, they went into it knowing that they were making a Batman game. Whereas I felt That's like... That's a super good point. I, You are right. They made this layout before Correct. they had a theme. Right. They had a... They probably had a shitload of layouts done. Right. And they just were, like, dropping themes on them. To get games out the door. Yeah, they retroactively <laughs> licensed it. Yep. Whereas when they made the Batman Forever, they oh, everything damn. is designed specifically for this cool Batman <sighs> design. We played that again. It's so A+. Plus. Oh, God. It's and with cool. a color DMD that might come out in the future? It'd be damn, one of the best games ever. Yeah, it's already one of the best games ever, in my opinion. Well, I, it is your holy grail. Right. And you need to strive to... To get one. Yeah, and I, I, so that's my number one, for sure, by far. But, and then I would put, like, uh, that uh, Judge Dredd at number two. Sure. I love that game. But And again, I think it's just because I'm, I just love Judge Dredd. The Sopranos didn't, besides the plunger, it played. All the flippers worked. It was just dirty, so it was slow. But everything worked. But the yeah. plunger. But you could you could get the game playing. All right now, I was expecting it to be bad because you guys had oh, shit yeah. on it before and saying this isn't going to be a good game. Like we tried it before, it was garbage. But uh, it it's... played actually really good. Besides the plunger, I think someone made the comment of, "Well, it plays better than your game." And I was like, Ugh. "Like your Sopranos?" I was like, Ugh, "Thanks." Did I say Dick. that? Uh, you so, might. I don't have. know. I probably did. I don't know. Because um, our Sopranos feels like it has low power. Like the flippers feel weak, even though I rebuilt them. You know what the difference is? Well, I don't know. There's no, I didn't. I didn't complain about the flippers. That was Dan. Dan said something like, "Like the flippers on this feel really good" or something like that. Oh, okay. Whereas to me, I I don't notice the way flippers feel. Like whereas, whereas you can definitely tell the difference between them. Like you said, the flippers on Playboy were garbage, and I was like, they feel good to me. Like I'm. Oh, you could barely you you had to hit a ramp, fucking perfect, or it would not make it up. No, I I thought I don't. I, I obviously you're right, but I they felt. Fine enough. Yeah, oh, they should be a hell of a more snappier. Um, but I think the difference between 
this game, because I saw the, the eyeballs on the fish had an LED lights. Yours must have red LEDs in it. Does it? I don't know. I thought they looked. I should ask Kevin. Because I swear that they're darker or something's different about it. Because when the fish like started like talking or whatever and its eyes lit up, I was like, holy cow. Is this a thing? Do yeah, you asked that. I was going always light up. I'm pretty sure ours light up. I don't know. I never noticed it before. So maybe they're like red or or dark or something. I, I think they're blue. I think they're all blue. I don't know. But this ones was were yellow. No, they weren't. They were blue. You're crazy. This is why I don't I'm trust anything. There we go. I'm I'm just I'm making up lies as, <laughs> I, as I'm going along. I don't know. Either way, they were very distinctive, and I noticed them. But maybe it's because also I wasn't playing, so I can maybe see they put them. an LED in it because it was they were bright. They were very bright. I don't think ours are bright. I think it's an incandescent. That could be. But well, aren't all the lights on your uh, Sopranos incandescent? No, I put LEDs in, but I did not replace the fish. Okay. All right. We'll just move on because I, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's a sore subject. You just repaired um, and. So my, out your... so my neighbor's friend had dropped off Miss Pac-Man. Yep. And uh, I got that done and I shipped it out when I was in Korea. So you're officially an arcade uh, repairman now. I got to start charging more money, man. <laughs> I, I I didn't lose money, but the amount of time I spent and the dumb things I fixed, like, oh, the screw's missing. So I got went out and bought a screw. Yeah. And all he wanted was a working game. I know, and you, you kept fixing a lot of stuff that he it was, was so stupid. It was yeah, just he just things. wanted the minimal. He didn't give it crap. Whereas you cared, so you kept fixing yeah. stuff to make it look really nice and be really nice. So the pin. So yeah, so I kicked out Miss Pac Man, and he brought in. I don't know how he found this, but he found a Sky King's pinball EM. Yeah. Um, he dropped that off. I I, I like it. I think it actually looks like a good game. It does look kind of fun. Um, I fired it up, and it turns on, and Partially starts a game when you drop a coin in. What do you mean by partially starts? EMs are kind of funky. So they have like a shit ton of switches, like switch stacks and stuff. And when you... There's no circuit boards, right? It's just... There's no circuit boards? No. What? There's not. It's electromechanical. So when I drop a quarter in... These things start spinning and switches and coils start firing to and reset everything. And then like everything. the steam machine kit comes on and yeah. starts so pumping steam. steam out. So you have to like have an <laughs> exhaust pipe. No, it's, it's, it's like the Wild Wild West. Oh, everything runs on steam. Thanks, Will Smith. I'm sorry. Go on. I'm listening. So the game kind of fires off all these coils and switch stacks sure. to reset itself to to. That was a joke, by the way. It does not run on Steam. Yeah, okay, no. come on. It'd be cool if it did. <laughs> yeah, it would be way cooler if it did. <laughs> it starts the process of resetting. It only gets halfway. And then it just stops. So okay. what I'm assuming is if you... I finally... I ordered the uh, manual and schematic. So now I can follow the restart process. Like the sure. coin up process. Yeah. But in reality, it's an old EM that hasn't been played for a while. So pretty much every switch and switch deck has to be cleaned and tightened. And it might work right off the bat. Good point. But I ordered like a rubber kit. I ordered new balls, some leg stuff. Um, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll clean it and I'll freshen it up and uh, go through all the switch stacks and get all the switches clean. But I'm not going to... I put the home use 
coin door locks where there's not a key. It's just that... Well, you also bought all brand new uh, LEDs. Cheap ones, but all LEDs. Yeah, we got all LEDs from Comet. Because you were wondering, like, should I get these expensive ones? Like, no, he doesn't know the difference. Yeah, he... I wanted to get the retro, like the ones they're going to be Boy. better. They're going to be better <clears throat> than what he has currently in it, no matter what. Yeah, well, it might be too bright, but I I went with uh, Comet retros on my play on my play ball, and I had bought six different kinds that people recommended for EMs, and I hated all of them. Hmm. None of them looked like an incandescent. None of them, but the Coin Taker retros looked the most retro okay but they're expensive coin taker makes like a pretty one of the better led bulbs in the market okay everybody else kind of makes these knockoffs in in my opinion i guess but again when it came to this machine yeah this guy's right it, it to me is like you're fixing up the whole entire thing whatever bulb you put in it is going to be better than the current bulbs that he has in it now you're replacing him with with LEDs. He's got incandescent in it right now, and half of them, or the majority of them, are all out. So making them all equal, all even, with brand new ones is going to make it way better and way brighter. And oh, making yeah. it brighter in general to him, I know is going to he's going to enjoy it more than what it is. It it'll be nice, yeah. and it won't be hot like LED, like uh, incandescent. Yeah, it won't it's... melt anything. Most people don't leave their games on in a home environment, but even if he left his game on for a week, I mean, an LED is going to be way better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I got that. So, once the... I didn't want to start cleaning it until the rubbers came in, because once you tear down that play field, you want to be able to put it back yeah. right away. Yeah. Given it's simple, right? It's an EM, but I wanted to clean right. that, be done. I got the keyless coin door lock on it on the front and back because the back box has its own head mm-hmm. and then uh i got new leg levelers coming and i'll maybe i'll sand the legs if they came gray though i don't want to like mess up if they're gray painted i want to sand them uh-huh. so again oh this comes on to the point of he wants he wanted to spend only 200 dollars to restore this game max so it's like okay well i need to make money on my labor Right. And he doesn't want to pay more than 200 while I'm already getting toward $100. Right. So I need to make sure that I don't put too much money in parts where, like, Pac-Man, I made 50 bucks, But I spent four hours on it? Yeah. Because on that game, I, you know, redid the board, the cap kit on the main board. And you only spent four hours on it? I think so. To me, I felt like you spent a lot more time than that. But I had I it for a long time. But I, I would spend like an hour a night here, and then sure. a half an hour there. And like, I didn't spend four hours solid. Okay. Um, I'm hoping this game I can... The switch cleaning is going to take me forever. So I think after this, I won't buy more. Unless it needs a part, right? If something broke, I have to replace it. But right. I need to make some money on the game. Otherwise, it's just going to be a... This is the first person, so it'll be a big learning experience but i don't want it to be a waste of my time not a waste of my time but if he thinks that he can get games fixed for 200 bucks and he just keeps bringing me games sure it's like this is my learning experience you got lucky yeah the next time someone comes it's gonna be like oh yeah this is four or five hundred like sure 
my time is more important because my house is broken. Right. I, I need to work <laughs> on things. My wife is like, when do you have time to do any of this crap? It's like, I don't, but I'm going to find it. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe it's ignoring you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what baby? What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> I don't need to take care of anybody. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll be excited to get that game out. Not not to get it out of my house, but just to get that project done and, and completed. Because then it'll be the first EM that I've gone through and troubleshot. Because Playball, I kind of cleaned a couple things and it worked. Mm-hmm. So, the scary part is, though, I don't know if it's called the Jones plugs, but there's this kind of weird plug in the head where the, the wires come up from the cabinet. Because the head separates, right? It doesn't fold. And they come up and there's like 20 of these little round plugs that plug into the a harness on the in the head and a bunch of those are loose but i'm i'll try to bend them back and and sand them slash clean them mm-hmm. so they make good connections but if those metal tabs break i don't fucking know there's no replacements for those sure so shit right hopefully none of that breaks but the game is in pretty good shape like the backlash has no flaking that i can see the playfield has a little wear, obviously, because the age, but there's not, like, big wear marks. Oh, no, from when I looked at it, it actually looks pretty sharp, in my opinion, especially the back glass. The back glass is so nice to me, I'm actually just surprised that it could possibly look this good. Yeah. You were almost jelly that your roller disco wasn't I was, good. I was, I'm not a little bit, I am jealous uh, of the fact that it looks so good. Like, why the hell does mine not look that good? Yeah. But. Mm, anything break at the office? No. Baywatch is still out. I have the shaker motor behind me. We got to bring that to work. And Sounds good. Yeah, we can Those boards will probably come back in a month or two. I got to play those games again. I haven't played pinball. I played less pinball being at work than I have at my house. If it means anything, I've been playing them quite a bit. You dick. Without yeah. me knowing? Yeah, I've been actually... I'll come in in the morning and I'll sit down and at my desk start some work and usually nobody's in the office yet because <laughs> I get there like first and then I, I kind of set up start something going and then I pause and then like I go to the break room and get something to drink whatever and then on my way back to my back to my office I'll swing by all the, the pinball machines and I'll sit there and I'll play a game or two and then I'll wander back to my office uh, you have to I like it because the light, uh, we got these big windows behind them. Yeah. So like the the morning sun kind of comes through, feels so and good. it feels warm in there, and it feels cool in the morning because it's all it's all quiet in there because nobody else in the office. And I just play a couple games by by myself with the the morning uh, sun on me, and then I just head back to the office. It's cool in there. Oh, I need to play some more games. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder. Uh, I'm really gonna try hard to have league. We haven't had league in like I don't know six weeks or something. I know it's been a long time. Um, when we have league, it's usually at six or seven at night. Seven? Yes. So it's gonna be dark there. Well, I mean, it gets dark at night. Which now. it's even cooler because if you just have the place like half lit, it's it feels like a really cool like 
almost like club. We might have to like start opening this up to as an arcade. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have league. Uh, a bunch of our other league people even are like wanting to play. And I know. I almost want to be like, hey, I'm busy. Steve, you host league at the office. I would. But, I'd be willing to do that. Yeah, um, seriously, people. We need to do that, but I think the main thing with league is we need to start doing the whole uh, brackets and stuff where we actually are official. Yes, because just kind of playing around, d- dollar games get you competitive, but just playing around is boring. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Agreed. But I think we haven't played in so long that a lot of these guys would be willing to play, even if it was just for dollar games or just for the heck of it, especially since it's in a new environment and with. Uh, the lights kind of like half off like that. I love how you think the lights will make everybody. It makes it look. It does. It makes <clears> it. <throat> of course, with all the, all the machines all lit up and all blinking and all the sounds on there, and with the environment a little bit darker, there's so much color. Oh sure. The place isn't. It's not washed out by light. Instead, all the light from the machines just makes it really colorful and blinking and cool in there. We actually had. Uh, we needed more outlets, but we had. I had an uh, electrician come. And make sure that the couple outlets we had were on separate circuits so the games wouldn't start powering each other down. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. at my house. Um, I need to bring my level. And we need to level the games. Because like Tron I think is tilted to the left. or Yeah. You can feel it drag to the left. It's not real bad. Or maybe it is bad. But it's, it's completely playable. But you can feel it travel to the left. Yeah. So we'll have to level the games um, for League. Okay. So this guy named Nick... Sent us a sent us an email today, which is what's today Great Saturday, yeah, the twelfth. He sent us a letter. Uh, this is I got this while I was making breakfast, so I got real excited because I was like, "Holy shit!" Someone emailed our email our <laughs> flipping national account. Yeah. So it says, uh, "Nick, uh, hey guys, long time listener, first time mailer. <laughs> <laughs> what are your guys' favorite old school pinball games?" Okay. Um, also, what is your favorite old school video games? Mm-hmm. Sega Genesis and SNES, not like Oregon Trail or Pong. Duh. Thank God. Uh, P.S. Does Parnell have a hot sister he could hook me up with? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Funny he says that. This is actually my brother-in-law. Okay. So he, he married my sister, so <laughs> he already has a, a hot sister he, he's already hooked up with. That's awesome that he listens to the show, though. Yeah. He must be bored or something. He must be bored. Well, he said he's been listening to it from the beginning, so that's, that's I awesome. I don't know. I, don't I think he's... He... Maybe he did. He doesn't lie. He he likes to joke around, but he maybe he's not lying. Well, clearly he's half a comedian. Clearly he's got the back line at the end. All right. But it, okay, uh, so... But these are great questions. Awesome questions. All right, so... Old school pinball. Old school pinball. Okay, why don't you go first? Hmm. This is hard because old school to me is the EM stuff. Like the electromechanical, no, the ching 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 ding, the ding ding ding, but I haven't played too many of them. I, I own a play ball, that, but it's not my favorite. Let's not count that. Okay, Cause, so because yes, EMs exist, and they are old, but let's also count like Gottlieb's, <laughs> because I haven't actually played my black hole, so I have no fucking idea <laughs> if I like it. And that's an eighty-one. Okay, so. I'm going to go off on 80s games. That works. I would rather do that. All right. So some of my favorites are System 11s, which is those ones that Chris likes. Um, 
the one that really got me going on System 11s was Taxi. And okay. so that's the one where you like play as a taxi driver and you pick up Marilyn Monroe, Santa, really? Dracula, Pinbot, and Gorbachev. That's super cool. And you like, each shot is one of those guys, right? And then you like, you did, make did a fair. Did president on there as well? Just Gorbachev. How strange. Okay, go right. on. Um, it's, it's unique. It's fun. It, you know, it's some weird people. Um, otherwise, Space Shuttle, I actually played a lot at um, SS Billiards at one of the the goose egg things he hosted where everybody kind of brings a game in and we play for two days straight. The first time I went, I literally played for almost 20, 16 hours straight. Mm-hmm. I had bruises in the palms of my hands. But it was wow. like right when I started in the pinball, so I was ultra excited, so I wouldn't leave. I just played pinball as long as I could. And what, what, what game was this again? Uh, it was Space Shuttle. Space Shuttle. No, I didn't play that one game for 16, but he had like Medieval Madness, Attack from Mars. Okay, so we'll get, World so Cup Soccer. Just the same game. Okay, alright. Um, at one point, I had brought a checkpoint, my checkpoint, to his goose egg thing. How old is checkpoint? That's a 91. Okay. But that's not my favorite. But it's a Porsche theme, theme so I like it. But uh, I like Taxi a lot. However, when I went to um, Chris's house, he has a handful of System 11s. Bad Cats is stupidly addicting. Hmm. And it's literally a commercial for, like, Meow Mix. You, it's just a bunch of cats. That's so funny. And <laughs> you, you hit a shot, and it's like, meow, 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 meow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If, uh, actually, Nick would love this game. He has two cats and loves cats. And so I should find a bad cat because he would be enamored with it. That's awesome. It's a very fun game. Chris can attest to that. He has a brand new play field in his. It looks gorgeous. Hmm. Um, they somehow got ultra popular. T- Taxi did as well. A handful of System 11s. But bad cats really did. So you can't find one for under two grand. Easily 25, and that's with a blown-out play field and everything. It's just wild. Uh, so, so You haven't played too many. I haven't played too many. And that's... When we went and saw this gentleman the, the other day and he had, who had the 50 machines, he has a ton of old machines. Yeah. And if he would have had them set up, I could attest to, you know, half of these games at least, to whether they're good or not. And there were several in there that the art looked good on them, and I really wanted to play them, but they weren't all set up, so yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, but the one game that was older that I played a lot and I liked a lot. Oh, no. <clears throat> oh, no. Don't. It's called Caveman. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this is like a travesty to pinball. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Caveman. The reason why this game is so wonderful <laughs> is, is it is a combo of both an arcade game and a pinball game at the same time. Oh, I'd have a flip and a mashing boner right now. So, exactly. It is literally both flipping and mashing at the same, at the same time. It's a, it's a great hybrid. And it's, it's clearly for kids. I mean, it it's not tilted very much. It's a slow-traveling, like... Uh, Arcade game like okay, Easton. We, we can fix that. I suppose. Yeah, you you can tilt it so it travels. Yeah. 
But currently, the way it was set up when I played it, oh, it was slow. Easton could like beat this game because the ball moves so slowly on it. Um, it's got four flippers, six flippers. I'm pretty sure. So I think it's got two. I think it's got four down below, down by the hole. <laughs> you mean the drain? The drain. Yep. Let's look at that caveman. And then it has two flippers about midway up, and you're in this like jungle. And it's kind of got like an open play field for the most part. I can't tell if that's got four flippers right there. It it's does, it four does. total. No. Yeah, two here and two up. Four total. You thought it was like Black Hole where it had like two sets, but yeah, it's just two. Yeah, flippers. it looks like he has. I think you're right. Just just four total. Either way, um, you're trying to kick this ball up into like these like caves, I guess. And once you can drop them into these caves. It kicks on, and there's an actual arcade wait, wait, screen. Wait, wait, wait. So we're looking at a playfield shot. There's a fucking T-Rex holding a caveman up. But his arms, look, look how long his arm is. T-Rexes don't have arms that long. It's a cartoon. Just relax. Relax. It's a cartoon. It's now, the woolly fine. mammoth spiking a caveman with his tusks? Oh, little, acceptable. A little bit brutal. But it's no, okay. but it's acceptable. That's what they're there for, right? It's yeah. like stabbing things. But a T-Rex holding a caveman? I like how colorful this artwork is. It's definitely just a cartoon for kids. And that's how this game feels. Is it feels like, oh shit, that's not that's not okay. Yeah. He's dragging his wife in? <laughs> yep, he's dragging his wife by the hair. Yeah, there's going to be some raping going on later or something. So, for the most part. But wait, but she's she's playing the flute. And she's just chilling out. Yep. Is he throwing a rock at her head? Or I don't know what he's doing. Is he throwing a rock at her head? I don't know. We, we I, should I post know. this picture. Uh, maybe. But either way, there is a, uh, it is it's a really colorful, colorful uh, play field. Did you say there's a big monitor in the back? Yes. So anyways, there's this big arcade monitor in the back. Well, tiny actually. Tiny arcade monitor in oh, the sure. back. Oh, sure. It's small. So once you get the ball into the cave, the game starts. The arcade game. And then you switch from your flippers to there's a joystick in the middle of the game. In between uh, the flippers. Yeah, on the apron. Unlike the lockdown ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so your your pinball game pretty much freezes. The ball's locked in that cave section, and then it switches to the arcade, and you play the arcade. Yeah, and it plays like uh, Pac-Man. So you chase down the green long neck monsters, not monsters, dinosaurs, <laughs> <laughs> and you kill them, and then you are running away from T-Rexes. They're red. Right, and they're they're red. And it was, a, it was an enjoyable little Pac-Man game. But if you die in the game, then you lose your ball. So you have to beat that first level to get your ball back and keep on playing. Yeah, so Steve lost the first time with, like, one dinosaur left. And the ball, you know, the arcade game stops. The ball just drains. ejects yeah. from the scoop, the cave. And your flippers don't work, so it just yep. boop, 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 drains. Um, but it was a super unique an entertaining game that I would totally buy because oh, I God. I hope it sells for like a hundred dollars. If it, it, it sh- in my opinion, it shouldn't be very expensive because I can't imagine very many people taking this game seriously and wanting to own it. But to me, it looks it, it looks and it feels so unique that I want Easton to play it. I want everybody to play this game. Look how colorful this thing is! It's this, so cool. You this is a picture off the flyer. So yeah. But I mean, 
the fact that she's it's okay a, being dragged. Look yeah, at her. She's her hands are she's a, completely smiling. Her hands she, are on her belly. Just... She thinks it's fine to be drugged by her hair. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh when was this game made? I don't know. It was eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah. It was okay back then. Yeah. Yeah. Totally okay. fine. Yeah, okay. But um I don't know. This is definitely my favorite old game to date. I love this game. I I would much rather own this game than like a Black Knight. Hey, marketing slogan. The world's first pinball video game. It will amaze you. And it did. And And, and I I should be like having the exclamation points in there because my voice is pretty monotone. That, well, it's super cool. It's unique. It, it was definitely cool that they tried. I miss Pac, or there was a Pac-Man pinball slash arcade game. They did the same thing. Similar thing. But it was really short. Um, Dan didn't like it when he played it. I like, Either way, I like this game. And I would totally put some cash money down. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. His second part is, also, what is your favorite old school video games? Sega Genesis and SNES. Okay, why don't you go first on this again? Alright, so I was big into Sega. Mm-hmm. So, on Genesis, I bought the Gen 2 Genesis, so it came with Sonic 2. Now, obviously, that was one of my favorite games. Sure. Because that Sonic was amazing. Right. Um, uh, other classics were Altered Beast, mm-hmm. uh, Balls, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson Moonwalker, oh, freaking classic. Yes. Uh, combat Cars. No super fun top-down racer arcade like you um would shoot weapons from your car while you're racing oh i don't know what you're talking about oh, Never mind. I, yeah i actually bought it at the retro store down the street from work oh did you yeah was man. that there at the time yeah, just not paying me. attention to you okay yeah, correct <laughs> um a super so genesis had a four-player multi-tap at one point did it yeah i didn't know that and uh there was a game called general chaos hmm and it was like a 2v2, a bunch of players versus each other on a map. Sure. Super fun. Love that game. Um, Streets of Rage. Pretty good. Two and three were super fun. And then uh, Rocket Knight Adventures was great. On SNES? I never owned an SNES until just recently. Um, but there's also obviously Mario, Mario Kart. Star Fox. Um, I never played Star Fox until my SNS Classic. Okay. Mm. Wow. I didn't really get big into Nintendo until like 64. Can we count Game Gear as well? Sure. Because that was like... Because that was the same time era. They had a Sonic on Sega Genesis. Yep. There's a Game Gear. They, they ported a lot of the, of the same uh, Sega Genesis games over. Um, When I was young... My cousin owned a Game Gear, and he had something, a game called Rystar. I think that's how you pronounce it. You saw this on the back of that At Games one. You said something. I was like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking so, about? I didn't, I didn't know what game that was. Right. I like Sonic a lot. I like Knuckles a lot. So what what, what game? What Sonic game is it that has Knuckles in it? Sonic and Knuckles. Oh, it's called Sonic. Okay. That is probably my favorite uh, Sega game. I really liked NBA Jam. Oh my god, I forgot a game. NBA Jam, there you go. Nope. Well, yes, I have that right here, actually. NBA Jam. Road Rash. 
holy shit did I drop hours into that. Um, but, so, you, yeah, there it is, combat cars. Interesting. So, wait, so you played, what? so what's Rystar? Okay, so Rystar is just a side-scroller, just like uh, Sonic or Mario. Um, it had really good graphics at the time, at least. I know, Altered Beast, it's A+. This game, I, I spent so much of my friend's money on this game. Did you play the arcade version? Yeah, the arcade version. Oof. But um, I would say that Sonic and Knuckles is my favorite for back then. But do you I, remember uh, Game Gear or Genesis? For, for Genesis. So do you do Sonic you remember having the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge? Right, you plug it in, and the top would open up, and you could plug in other Sonic games on top, and it would add Knuckles to the game. No, I didn't own it. My my cousin owned a, a Sega, as well as some other friends owned a Sega. So I never owned a, a Sega or a Nintendo unit. I only owned my first unit was a, an Atari twenty six hundred. No, a, play, a PlayStation one. Oh, okay, wow. So you're behind. Yeah, but you don't remember that Genesis? Nope. Sound, okay, no. But I loved Knuckles when I was younger. Sonic was cool. Everyone loved Sonic. But as soon as Knuckles showed up for the very first time, I was like, "This is my guy." Yeah, he this was kind of like a right he was kind of like a badass. Yep. But then he could like punch his hands into the walls and walk up walls. Yep. And then kind of glide, right? He jump mm-hmm. and glide. Mm-hmm. Where and I think in Sonic and Knuckles, when you played as Tails, you could do the tail spin and yep. like lift people up. Yeah. Um, but because in that era, in that time, Sonic was just huge. He was just massive. And everybody loved him a lot. But, yeah, as soon as Knuckles showed up, that was my guy. That's who I wanted to be the entire time. Um, speaking of which, I've been playing a lot of Sonic nowadays. Uh, n- you can't say that. You have to say the exact Sonic game. I've been Because playing, there's so many shitty ones. I've been playing multiple Sonic <laughs> games. I have been playing mainly Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that was me barfing. I'm really enjoying this game. Oh a my lot. god! You should write a review and post it to the internet because never, no one agrees with you. No one agrees with you. I actually, I love this game. I'm. It's prob. It is my favorite Nintendo Switch game right now. Um, right behind, or well, right in front of uh, Rocket League. Rocket League is also just a dynamite game. So you you borrowed my Rocket League mm-hmm. and One Two Switch. Yes. And you have not played One Two Switch yet. I played it one time. Uh, I have not been able to play it very much, um, just because just haven't been able to. So you don't care about playing games with your son. I <laughs> he has been playing Sonic a lot. Yeah, that must mean it. First mind. of all, <laughs> but if you put it on easy, they like bumper you in. Oh, they make it just super easy. I for guess him. if you put it on easy, that's yeah, is what you should get. And he looks like he's a dynamite player. He's basically just holding forward. But <laughs> wow! So it's easier than Kirby. Yes. Uh, but I guess. Um, so here's the thing. Maybe it's nice having games for kids that. Can There's alternate paths all the time to yeah. run on on these like Sonic games. You can you can jump up. You can go middle path. You can go low. You know what? Whatever. If you just hold forward, you mainly just kind of drop down to like lower paths. Do you know what I mean? But he's gotten really good at jumping. And killing guys. So, 
like those he has to actually interact with. Otherwise, he'd just be running into them and committing suicide all the time. So he's actually doing stuff. He is jumping and killing guys. He is jumping over gaps, not falling so it's down. Probably to his a death. good game for him to to get used to doing things, Correct. so he can play a better game. Yes, I mean a real game, right? And there's a couple different modes on it on, on Sonic Forces because uh, you are multiple different characters. Like you have the, the the current Sonic, which is kind of taller, skinnier. He's got skinny legs and stuff like that. He's got a voice. He talks. Then you have your own character, which you create. You can create him however you want. Like so, um, his like Easton's is a like a dog, a blue dog or green dog, stuff like that. And you can customize you you whenever you complete levels and do stuff, you get clothing and different stuff so you can like modify your character more. But then also the other character you two can play a lot as is Classic Sonic. Classic Sonic is short, stubby, more rounded features and stuff like that. And so we he's call a, him... He's a thick thought. Yeah, so we, so we call him uh, Baby Sonic. <laughs> he's not a Baby Sonic, he's just Classic Sonic, but he doesn't talk. Uh, and uh, when you play as Classic Sonic, the game modes play as Classic Sonic. So the music changes, the, the gameplay itself... The, changes like the way you interact with the enemies and stuff like that the way he runs with like his like oval spinning legs you know what i mean so anyways it's just like a high def version of your old graphic sonic and uh nope because you know what the high def version of the old sonic is called sonic mania yep yeah buddy which is actually a good game it is a good game did you also buy that no not yet bullshit i'll get to it so, I have it. I bought it. It was amazing. I'm sure it is. So it's I, still I, hard. I, I've been playing multiple, like, uh, so when I downloaded that, and I've been playing that, when I've been away from the Switch, I've also been playing, like, mobile versions of Sonic as well. Because there's a mobile version of Sonic Forces, which is essentially just a multiplayer um, temple run, where you, like, kill other people while you're running down the lanes. So you're attacking other people and trying to survive yourself. Get out of here. This sounds really lame. It probably is super lame. But it's entertaining. Ugh. And for your quick fixes, because they're short runs. They're like a minute long. They're, or maybe two minutes long. They're not very They're not very long. So like when you're just trying to like just wait for just a couple of minutes, you just turn that on, run, kill some guys, get some loot, and then you're done. Are you killing... Other players or yeah. just NPCs? No, players. So people around the world, yeah. <sighs> and then they have uh, Sonic Boom, which is a cartoon that's out on uh, Cartoon Network. Yep. And, by the way, they make Sonic... Oh, they make Knuckles, this dumb brute, who's like this c- comedy relief, which I don't <laughs> like at all because it's the opposite of Knuckles' personality. Because Knuckles is this, like, this like, dark, kind of like badass. Yeah, he actually like came and like kicked Sonic's ass. But I think they said it was, oh, Egghead had like uh, mind control. But he's still like a badass. Like, he's snarky and stuff. He's he's one of the better characters in the show, but that's because he's like the dumb comic relief. Like, he says dumb stuff all the time because he's just like this big knucklehead. And I get why the writers, whoever made this, think of him like that. Because he's just a normally like this big muscle guy. Ugh, and yeah. his name is but Knuckles. So we just okay. call him Knuckle in your head or whatever, basically. But that's not his personality. Like, if you play any of the games, like the Sonic Forces game, exactly. yep. uh, Sonic is captured or whatever. So 
I, he might already be their commander anyways, but they call him commander, and he's, like, in charge of all, like, the Sonic characters. And there are a ton of Sonic characters, and they use them all in Sonic Forces. They have, they have uh, alligators. Do you know that? So they got that. They got an alligator. They have a chameleon. They have obviously a ton of different hedgehogs. They got um, what? They have a ton of animals. All sorts of different animals. Seems like they took all the bad guys from like Sonic Two. No, these are all good guys. No, but made them good. Guys? Correct. But that you remember what's when you happened. played the old Sonic and you got to the end of the level and you jumped on the canister button to open it and all those little animals will just come bouncing out yeah it's like all those guys or something well there's like i think it's like from more modern games because for every new game that comes out they add like a new character every single time like like no, silver because there wasn't fucking animals in the games sure yeah like, wait, wait, hedgehog, how, about, how about this how about hedgehog wise silver you ever heard of him nope okay well he came out i think like Do you 10, remember? 10 years ago probably <laughs> Do you remember Sonic Adventures on Dreamcast? Do you, did you ever play the Dreamcast? Yes, okay, the normal one for Dreamcast. Yeah, it was 3D open world. Yeah, yeah. And you had that Dreamcast VMU in your controller with a little screen on it, that memory card with the screen. You I could, don't remember that part. You could play Sonic and you could collect these animals and you oh, could put I do them on that. the VMU. Yeah, I do remember that. You now. could unplug your VMU and you could fucking feed them like a Hitachimal or whatever. I didn't know that. That's, that's why Dreamcast you... is so epic. Oh. They come up with all these little different tiny mini games inside of a game. That's cool. Um. Anyway, okay, so let's wrap this Sonic shit up. Because yeah, let's just wrap. Yeah, we can just move on. We didn't talk about the ten games under two K. Okay, uh, for for, pin, for pin, pinball. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this pinball. You, you just like skipping around. Sure. Oh, sorry. We'll go back. You're to like pin... skipping. You do that over here. We'll go back to pinball. Okay. Okay. So, so um, top ten games under so, two grand. The, this Week in Pinball had a little vote thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's thisweekinpinball.com. They did a... Kind of they got the games rated top 10 under $2,000. Sure. Uh, number 10, F-14 Tomcat. It's a pretty good game. Have you played it? I've seen it. I've not uh, played it myself. Chris just picked one up. I don't think he's played it yet, but uh, <laughs> it's very fast. It's not deep, but it's very fast and brutal. Punishing. I've, I've seen it set up, <clears throat> and... It, the artwork is really cool. I mean, it looks like a good game. I've never actually played it. It's it's like a F-14 fighter versus Russian MiGs. Oh, is it? So, cool. they like make fun of you and you like shoot. Oh, it has voiceover work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nine, Joker Poker. I don't think I've played it. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Lethal Weapon 3. DMD game. Great isn't game lethal, under Isn't Lethal Weapon the one with the... Uh, Danny Jelly? Glover and... No. Danny Glover and... Uh, but the villain in it, isn't it Jelly? Oh. I'm pretty sure it is. Danny Glover and the guy from... Uh... Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. Uh, the next one down. There's a on. couple annoying call-outs in the game, but it's actually a very good game. Do they Where... use voice actor work? Yeah. The um, short little fucking dude. The ball guy. Not Danny DeVito, but Pesci or something? I don't know. He just goes, okay, 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 okay. He just doesn't shut up. Is like every single time you hit a pop up. No, there's like this certain call out, and he says a bunch of crap. And it's just oh. super irritating. But for the gotcha. most part, you never hear it, and it's a really good game. The next one down is called Maverick. Is that with Mel Gibson? That's also Mel Gibson. Okay, it's a westerny that poker version. I like that movie a lot. 
the game should be alright. I don't remember. Chris has a poker-themed game. I don't remember which game it is. Last Action Hero. Wait, wait. Is it uh, poker-themed? Yeah, right? Isn't it? Well, I know that the movie's poker-themed. But I guess when I think of Maverick, I guess I don't... I think of it more as a Western than I do a, a poker. But it, I guess it makes sense if you would have him like on a, a green uh, poker table or something like that. Let's look it up. Yeah, tons of poker. Yeah, it's all about poker. I think Chris does have this game. It's a really cool looking it game. It actually is pretty fun, from what I remember. The f- there's a ball lock. There's a actual fairy with the the big paddles in the back yeah. in the upper left. Yeah. And that paddle acts as a ball lock. And so when your ball drops in there, it really slows the game down because you're waiting for this fucking paddle to go. Oh. But otherwise, other than that, I think it's a pretty fun game. The layout looks really good. Uh, it's a pretty cool game. Um, what's the next one now? Last Action Hero, the one with uh, I would totally blow some money on that because I loved the Last Action Hero as a kid. You wanted to be saved by Schwarzenegger, didn't you? No, I just thought it was it. It was one of the first action movies that I'd ever seen. Oh, I okay. loved it. I want to say I was with you somewhere around there. Like we're both we're almost the same age. You're saying it was one of your first action movies that you ever seen? I want to say that that was live action, right? Because there's sure. a bunch of like cartoons that we watched. But it was just so over the top and so cool, and it was it's, dramatic that's at the, the one end. Where he had the golden ticket, right? And he got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was freaking ridiculous. It was a, it was so epic, and I loved the fact that it was just making fun of itself the entire time. No, it was real. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> it was what I needed as a young teenager or whatever. Like it was so over the top and so cool. I don't know. I loved it. You're ridiculous. I, I I would agree. That's a so far these are probably all really good games under two. Uh, Pinbot, System Eleven. Uh, yeah, it's a good game. It's a classic System Eleven. It's pretty basic. But you you've been actually talking about this game quite a bit recently. I've never played it or even seen it. Um, you got do you got a picture of it? Pinbot. It looks really kind of lame, but. You <laughs> type in pinball. And Too many records I match that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, you will probably not recognize this. So there's like this five bang drop target uh, with all these colors. Each color is different. Sure. And when you get all the colors, you hit them all a couple times or so. The bank drops down, and then there's this, uh, like, mask from the spaceship guy lifts up, and you see these two eye sockets under it, and you shoot the ball up, and then you lock a ball in each eye socket, and that kind of is like the pin bot, and then, um... So, wait, when you lock these balls up in, into his eyeballs, are they free balls that, you, that you've been playing with? No, the well, yeah, right. Like you shoot a ball and you're playing, and you lock it in, and, and it goes up and it gets stuck, stuck in his eye. Yep, and you eject and then, another and then ball. And it shoots you another one. Okay, that, yeah. So you get multiple ball. It's cool. It's a it's a classic game. I mean, if it it's old, so that's why it's classic, because it's interesting and and cool. Yeah, there you go. See, there's the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. I I I don't think it's amazing. 
If I found one for a good price, I'd pick it up, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to find one. Artwork wise, I'm not interested in it. Like, yeah, it's, like, like some of the features sound interesting, but just looking it's at it, really basic. Yeah, it, I wouldn't be interested in it. Uh, number four, Eight Ball Deluxe. This is a fucking classic because people, um, what age generation would that be? I think from people talking to me, it's from like. 40, 45 to maybe 60. Mm-hmm. They remember playing this game in bars and stuff. It's a pool theme game. It's one of the better pool theme games, but they just have this boner for it. Hmm. And they made a crap ton, but for some reason, this game is expensive. I, well, a lot of people talk about it because I, again, I haven't been into pinball that that long, but this game keeps getting brought up over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, that guy at the bar at the Rex, he yep. mentioned it. Um, it's one of the famous lines is when you start a game, it's quit talking, start chalking. Okay. Uh, it has a really cool feature where it's a three bank drop target where you have to hit a drop, then the next drop, the next drop, and then there's like a lock. Okay. Um, that's kind of neat. The rule set's pretty cool because it's hard. Uh, number three, Space Shuttle. Well, you just talked about that and you were saying how great it was. Yeah, it's kind of a cool game. There's two locks on each side uh-huh. and then there's a, bit, a cool Space Shuttle ramp. You hit a drop target, you get up the ramp. Um, pretty fun game. You can steal people's ball locks. Does the drop target block it so you can't? Yep. Shoot. You, okay. You hit it, you drops it down, and then you sure. hit up the ramp. Basic, but pretty fun. And okay. I remember being young and loving space stuff. Number two, Flash Gordon. Flash. Ah! <laughs> I've never played Flash Gordon. I don't care about the game whatsoever. Okay. I don't even know if I remember what it looks like. Or pull it up real quick. I want to see what it looks like. Because Flash Gordon himself is uh, infamous on, for a lot of levels. I mean, I've never really watched much of it at all, but it's got a lot of stuff uh, that recently have brought Flash Gordon into light, like uh, Ted, Ted, the movie Ted. Oh, yeah. What was Flash Gordon that for? Uh, because Ted and Mark Wahlberg just absolutely loved Flash Gordon as kids. Oh, so they brought in like the real Flash Gordon from the movie, and they kept showing scenes from it. So whoever made oh, it was the guy who uh, makes uh, Seth MacFarlane. He made the uh, Ted. So clearly, and he's one of these goofy guys that is constantly bringing in stuff that no one modern day has ever heard of. He puts it, he stuffs them into his uh, cartoons all the time. Like I've never heard of this guy. You're telling jokes to people that have no idea what you're talking about right now. But you can tell he's just laughing his face off when he writes some of these jokes. They're entertaining, even if you don't know what's going on. But clearly, Flash Gordon was something to, to <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. All right, cause... so I must be mistaken. Um, I This is a different game slash layout that I have not seen or played. I'm thinking maybe I didn't like... It's really There's interesting. Game. I don't, I don't this game know looks what's pretty going cool. There, there's like an upper level, uh, a couple ramps, pops in the middle, two pops, a couple drop targets on each side. Uh, it looks really neat. The bottom is fairly basic. The top is very unique. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot going on up there. Nothing real dramatic, like no big, huge um, ramps or scoops or anything like that. There's just just, a, just ramps up to an upper play field. Right. And it might have stuff going on the, on underneath that play field. Like, you can maybe play around underneath it. I don't There's know. There's a bank of drop targets, some rollovers, and a pop. Is there a flipper out there? Yeah. Oh, I see it. Okay, so you can stay up into that play field 
if, if you can probably a little bit, yeah. It's kind of like Black Knight, where his uh, upper play field and a couple Rams drop down. I don't remember what game I was thinking of. I think it's in the pinball arcade, and I just fucking hate it. Gorgar well, or something. It Ugh. made it. It made it to number two, so clearly it's fairly popular, and people apparently like it. If it made it all the way to number two, yeah, number one is Taxi, which you were just breaking about a second ago. Super big game. Um, one of the biggest System 11s. The price just jumped on this. I under two thousand is a fucking lie because. Um, I just tried to help two friends buy a taxi, and none of them found a taxi for under twenty five hundred. Okay. Uh, Chris might have got lucky and got one for a good deal, but I'm pretty sure it was over two. What if they were beat up? Twenty two hundred. Okay. It is stupid. Interesting. Uh when I got into the hobby, taxis were like seven eight hundred bucks, hmm. and a thousand was like. Home use only. Oh my god. Really? And then they started climbing up and then they fucking jumped. They went from 1200 to like 2500 hmm. Uh He has a couple honorable mentions. Black Knight from the System 11. Uh, I find the original Black Knight a little annoying. Sure. Uh, 2K seems a little more fun. Uh, Stern Stars. I'd probably agree with that. I heard that's really good in um, tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baywatch. Lots of votes say it doesn't go for under two. I would agree with that. Ours was not under $2,000. Uh, but I would say it's a really good game. Stargate. Again, another game that does not sell for under two most of the time. But it is a Scott Leap System 3 that is one of the better ones. So, uh, that's a decent honorable mention. What would I say? I... Honestly, no one likes Waterworld, but I bought my first one for a thousand. I think I bought my second for thirteen hundred. That is actually a pretty deep game. It I always call it the uh, poor person's medieval madness, and that's well under two now. I mean, you can find them for fourteen hundred, fifteen. Now, does that have uh, like movie callouts as well? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yep, it's actually super fun. I kind of want to. I was gonna say I kind of want to find one again, but. Chris, you, you found it. I found times. one by Chris's house, and he was like, "You fucker! I will never buy you another game." <laughs> <laughs> um, if I stumble upon a shit ton of money and space, I'll probably pick up another one just to have it. Sure, but it's yeah. I gotta stay away from that game for a while. I gotta make sure I have room for it. It's a big, heavy game. All right, game wise, what have you been playing recently? Not pinball wise but like just video game wise what have you been playing recently so I haven't been playing a whole lot um I haven't turned the Xbox on my god and since I just loaded up Fortnite and then walked away but you have you just recently got some new uh Nintendo Switch games though yeah so I have been playing Switch so I got them from Korea and I played Bayonetta a bunch um how is it it's uh, it's good it's a good hack and slash um I quit Bayonetta 1 where I quit it the first time on Xbox. It just... It got... Repetitive? Rep- I got to a point where it was just really hard. And I knew I had Bayonetta 2 waiting. So I was like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to play the new one. Really? And I think I already said this on the podcast before. But Bayonetta 2 fixes everything bad in Bayonetta 1. Oh. And so it just feels like such a freaking polished version. Game. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and the story... The story is its own arc. It continues her life, but it 
you could play Bayonetta 2 without playing Bayonetta 1. Okay. Uh, Bayonetta 3 comes out later this year. But um, I got not deep into the game, but I got pretty far into the game. It's really good. I just kind of forgot. You also just got Donkey Kong. I haven't been playing shit, but I did pick up Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and I already own it for the Wii U. Oh, really? So, I played a bunch on the Wii U. It's a very hard, but very good and solid platform. Is it identical? Yes. Okay. But on the Switch version, they added Funky Kong mode, where it's a little bit easier, right? Like, he has a surfboard, so he can kind of skate on bad things. Okay. And I think he jumps higher, so it's a better character for, like, your son would play as him. Okay. Um... I finally, I think I bought that Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. I finally popped it in this morning. And I died like six times on the first level. <laughs> and I was trying to rush through it. And I forgot how long the levels are. They're long and, levels, yeah. And the um, the checkpoints are few and far between. <laughs> uh, yeah. You have to, you need to play slow. And take your time. Take your time. And it's not like Sonic where you have to be just running the whole entire time. And you, if you're rushed, you don't play it. Sure. Go play something else where you can die a lot and not care. Because you have to, like, if you, I kept dying right before a checkpoint, mm-hmm. you go back to the beginning of the game. How frustrating. Yeah. You have to M- play it the makes same. sense why you finally give up eventually. And what, what would happen was, before, I'd die right before the first checkpoint, mm-hmm. and I'd start right at the beginning of the game. Mm hmm. And then fucking just plow through really fast to get back to that checkpoint. Well, I'd die again. Sure. Because I've... Oh. Ooh. And it's going... Slow down, Parnell. You yeah. don't need to rush to get to the checkpoint. You just need to go slow, get to the checkpoint, then be a dumbass again. Yeah. Um. So I only... I think I beat two levels today. So I'm slowly work my way through but sure donkey kong country has always been hard as shit so this isn't anything new right um people are really pissed off on the internet that it costs 60 bucks because they said well it released on the wii u for 50 and it's just a remake it shouldn't be this expensive and it's like one this is a full game Mm -hmm. just because it's a remake doesn't mean it's not a full game sure this is a new game to many people this you know the switch outsold the Switch Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze outsold the Wii U entire life. Yeah. In like one day. Yeah. Um, and they added features. They upped the resolution mm-hmm. for the Switch. And remaking or remastering a game isn't a fucking click of a button. Mm-hmm. It takes time and programmers to enhance it to the next uh, hardware platform it's on. Mm-hmm. So this, this wasn't all willy-nilly click a button to port it. And it should be $50 or $40 game. This is a full game. so, And it's co-op. So you can play with your friends or significant other. Local only. Which is just as good. Yeah, so uh, these people on the internet are a bunch of idiots. A bunch of people are saying, I'm not going to buy it. It's 60 bucks. Well, I have Gamer Rewards. I paid 52 out the door after tax. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine. Sure. Um, I have been playing... The pinball arcade on my phone a bunch when I'm in bed and can't sleep. They have a pinball, uh, a pinball game coming out for Nintendo. Did you know that? 
the, the Switch. What do you mean? They have a game, a pinball emulator, whatever you want to call it, coming out for the Nintendo Switch. I own one. Well, they have a new one coming out, whatever it's called. I, I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know what it's called, but it's coming out for Nintendo Switch. You should find out what, because I bought... Because there's already some that exist for it. That's the hard part. I bought Stern's Pinball Arcade. Uh-huh. Nikki got it for me for Valentine's Day. Okay. So it has tons of Stern games. Mustang, Ghostbusters, ACDC, Ripley's Believe It or Not, like ton of cool games. Because uh, Stern owns license for all their old companies. Sure. That migrated to what Stern is today. So Data, Data East and Sega. Um, but there's that, I think the Pinball FX series, who make Star Wars and all those other fun ones. Yeah. They're made up games, so they yeah. do a lot of cool features, like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. They are, are already out. And I think the Pinball Arcade was bringing their standard non-stern pack to the Switch. Okay, so there's already plenty of different people that are That's on That's why the I'm Switch. wondering yeah, which one it okay. is. I, I, I don't remember what it said it was. But when I first saw it, I thought, oh, maybe this is uh, new or something. I don't know. It could be another new one. Sure. Uh, but I've been playing a lot of Pinball Arcade because they just announced they're losing their Williams Bally license. So all the Bally Williams games are going to be removed from the store unless you purchase them before June 30th. Interesting. But if you own it, they're not disappearing. Correct. If you own it, they will support it until June 30th. And if you own it, you get to keep it. But anybody new coming into the app or um, if you never bought them, they go away. Okay. Uh, playing them on my phone sucks balls. The phone screen is way too small. Way too small. I have an iPad... Uh, that I play them on, mm-hmm. and that's uh, much bigger. Plays great. Still not the same as real stuff, but I will uh, probably probably buy all the seasons just to fill the catalog, and so I can play them on my iPad. Sure, because there's a ton of good games. Sure, I just started playing a bunch last night, like Scared Stiff, and what else? Attack from Mars, Medieval Madness. Uh, all those old games. This is all on your Space phone? Shuttle. Yeah. Okay. Which, it sucks. I have an iPhone 7, so the screen's two inches wide or something. If you so tap like, your phone, does it like, like tap uh, like you would with a... Uh... Like, your thumbs are kind of where the flippers are, and you just tap to flip. I get that. I'm saying, like, if you were going to, like, bump it, like you would bump a... Um... You can shake your phone, or you can just tap higher up than the flippers, and it shakes. Okay. Okay. Um, It's too small. I don't like it. Sure. It got really annoying. And then, if you're not staring at your thumbs, they'll generally slide somewhere on the screen somewhere else. And then you'll be tapping to flip, and it's not flipping, because mm-hmm. your thumb has moved. But, that's all I've been playing. Yeah, I haven't been gaming. I've been doing a lot of family stuff, keeping the TV off. Well, that's good. That's good in, in, in and of itself. I have been playing a lot of Nintendo, because I... My TV in our living room has been basically on solid by either one of my kids watching it or uh, Allie's watching whatever. She's got she's watching a couple TV shows right now that she's just really into. So that means I'm watching them as well. But I'm not interested in any of them, so I'm actually just playing Nintendo the entire time. <laughs> and uh, Which is 
I've been doing this, that exact thing, since the Wii U. Right. With the gamepad, so welcome to the... Yeah. It's kind of nice, because you get to let... You get to sit by your right. SO. And usually, she, see, back, I don't know, a couple months ago, she was completely against that. Like, if I'm in the same room, we're watching the same show. So, dear, what do you want to watch? I don't care. If you want to watch this show, you do it. Just let me do my thing as well. So she's now apparently completely cool with watching her own show. So she's watching like uh, something on Netflix called like uh, 13 Reasons or something like that. And uh, it's so much teenage drama. It makes me want to claw my eyeballs out. So yeah. I uh, instead I'm, I'm playing a lot of Rocket League and Sonic on the Nintendo. Oh, yeah. So I let you borrow Rocket League. And, uh, and I love that game. So, so I love it. It's from fun. Yeah, it's super fun. So you're going to – we talked about this because you are going digital. I'm going physical. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying it for sure because I, I love it for multiple reasons. Okay, so for one. we need to play together because that's a multiplayer game. Yeah. I, as much as I was loving it, as I was playing it, I was like, I don't want to buy this for $60 because all I get is like, this this should be a free game. This should be a because, free game that I pay for like uh, bonus cars. Well, and that is exactly, they could do that. They could. In my opinion, they should do that. No, they don't do that. That's fine. But how much is it normally? Uh, I want to say it was like 15 or 20 bucks. Okay. Digital. So with that said, I'm not opposed to it. See, I was thinking that it was a $60 game. I was like, this is a super fun game. It's got awesome music. I can just sit there and listen to its music because I, I want its like soundtrack. So I can just listen to it while I'm driving to work and stuff. Um, it's got a cool soundtrack. The gameplay itself is super fun. I never thought I was going to be into this game. There's a ton of arenas, too. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. And a bunch of different modes. I thought it was mm. just soccer the entire time. There's a lot of different cool modes that are in it where you can, like, have weapons and stuff like that. Oh, while really? I haven't played that. Oh, yeah. it's That's <clears throat> actually what I've played most of the time, where you have like, different grappling hooks and stuff like that where you can, like, grapple onto someone, pull them away from the... Um, the ball before they try to score or the opposite like you can grapple onto the ball do like a quick spin with your car and spin that ball into the goal it was uh got some cool stuff or one crazy thing is uh you can like freeze the ball just stop it wherever it is so i love it like when somebody hits the ball way in the air and i'll just freeze it up there so it's like 50 feet up in the air and no one can get to it it's for like I don't know, 20 seconds until it finally drops. I'm just laughing to myself as I'm driving around. <laughs> the, Everyone else is just pissed. You're the noob that everybody hates. <laughs> right. Um, but there's a lot of cool things you can do that took me a while to figure out how to use them properly. Well, I didn't know that those were in. I didn't know that style of play was in the game. Yeah, they have a couple different things. Like They have a, a hockey mode where the ground's like all icy the entire time. They, they got a lot of cool different features in it that are fun. Um and uh, also the cost the, uh, you also are unlocking the entire time you're playing the game you're unlocking uh, new stuff for your vehicle or new vehicles and uh, the entire time I'm playing it it's like I wish I had a Batmobile or something like that or like a Scooby what do they call it the, the mystery oh the mystery the, van the mystery van some kind of cool special car or even uh, Ecto-1 so, you know something unique like a cool car like that mainly I just want the Batmobile uh one of the newer I think ones. they have. They do. They have Batman all the battles. They have all of them. Everything from the 66 to like the Tumblr and everything like that. So I bought Rocket League physical because it came with all the Nintendo expansions. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, it was just the normal game with the DLC cards. Sure. That you had to go download. But 
Um, so I got like Metroid and a Mario and Luigi car. Yeah. And I used the Metroid car, but uh, I think I saw the Batmobile and I was like, going, oh, baby. Yeah, I know. Because I would spend a lot of money, to be honest, on uh, some of these cars if the game was cheap and or free. Because that's kind of how, for some reason, it's the way my brain works. Like, I'm willing to spend money if it's a free game. But if it's not a free game, I'm not spending any money on your game. I don't know why that is, but it's just, I guess, how my brain works. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But either way, I do enjoy the game a ton. Uh, it's a, I wasted a lot of hours on it, and I, I love it. So um, our friend John, he plays, but on Xbox or play, uh, PC. Sure. But he also he has a Nintendo. On the Switch, yeah. yeah. So if you if you get it, we could totally be playing three, three v three. And how many people are on our team? Four. Up to four. So we'd have almost a whole team. We could do three v three. Well, I'm saying even if we played four v four, we just got one new. Yeah, random. One, one, one. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Um. Hey, I do not hey. play. Go ahead. Did you know Splatoon two this weekend has the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Splatfest? I do know that. I, I missed out on the. I missed out on the last week. And you borrowed it. I know. I have it back. You brought it back to me, and I missed out on this weekend. Like I want to kind From of last weekend. You mean? Yeah. Pop it in and play around right now, and because it's going on right now, the second gen. It's not okay. So when they advertised it, they made it sound like you were going to be a Ninja Turtle or something like that. I know, right? They hyped it up way too much. Your character wears a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle T-shirt. And you pick between two characters, like Raphael versus Mikey. Right. So it's like all orange versus all purple. Yep. Um, and you get cool swag, or however we say it, Chris. But <laughs> Swagger. <laughs> swag or whatever. Um, you, you get, uh, you get a, the side you pick. Exactly. You get some TMNT uh, clothing. But it's not. You're not like Donatello or something like that. Which is what I, they made it sound like. Is you? Oh, you got all this cool teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to be you know, Michelangelo or something. It's like, no, nope, you're just you're just still your own. You're just a squid dude. You're just wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I think everybody was disappointed by that because there was a lot of comments online like, what the heck? A t-shirt? This isn't even worth my time. But see, that's the thing. That's that has been Splatoon. So if people thought it was more than that, they they hyped it up themselves. Okay. Sure. Not. The Splatoon sure. community. Uh, I just want to point out. I just wanted to say that because I was like getting all excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that they're bringing in Splatfest themes that are now like either licensed or big. By the way, have you seen the trailer for that? The the TMNT, the new one, the cartoon. Right. Yeah, I just saw it today for some reason on Twitter. I, must I, I think I posted it on Twitter. That must have been why I saw it. Yeah, that's probably why you saw it. Exactly. Um, the art's a little funky, but I think it looks cool. I think it's going to be cool. At first, when I saw the art, I thought, well, two things. I saw the art, and it's kind of crazy, and I thought, I don't know if I like this art. Also, different Ninja Turtles are different sizes. Like, Raphael's yeah. fucking huge, and then yep. Mikey or Donatello is, like, tiny. Yep, they they definitely differentiate yeah. in between the turtles, whereas normally, in the past, all the turtles all have been the, the same, same size, size, just different colors, whereas now Don. Like, Raphael's huge. He's, like, twice the size of everybody else. He's, like, big brute. Yep. Um, But I'm okay with it. Because, to me, it's like, all right, that's fine. It's a new artist. He's making them more individual, more obviously those who... um, They use a lot more gadgets this time. And at Mm. first, I thought they were not using their 
original weapons. And I was immediately pissed as soon as I saw that. Immediately. Because I was like, wait a goddamn minute. If you guys aren't using... Like, I thought Michelangelo didn't have nunchucks. Because they had him whipping something else around. I thought, stop. Stop. Right now. You wrecked it. Right. If he's not... If they're all not using the, their weapons, then there's no reason to call us Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Get the F off my stage right now. <laughs> but um, they all do use their weapons they just also use a multitude of gadgets mm. to like do cool stuff, and they talk about pizza the entire time. Because there's been some cartoons in the past, like this isn't a car. Yeah, yeah, this is a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been some cartoons in the past where pizza takes like a backseat to the like whole point of them. It's super weird. There was one Teenage Mutant Turtles where they were trying to figure out what they wanted to what to eat, and I was like, um, we know what to eat. It's pizza. It's Why is this a discussion pizza. right now? And they were like, oh, I want Chinese. No, I want this. I want that. And it was only Michelangelo who wanted pizza. And I was like, okay. We have a problem. <laughs> you guys might be like turtles, but you're not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Exactly. But I, I was I was glad to see that they were pushing the pizza as a big deal. I was like, yeah, good. Because, I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a theme that I want... To have elements that are still connected to the past, and that was one of a that was a big element in in the past. Well, otherwise it won't be nostalgic. Correct. Speaking of shows, you just you just saw Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah. And I have not seen Avengers. Oh my god. And I have not seen seen Black Black Panther. Yep. You've seen both. And I saw Thor Ragnarok. You saw all the three latest Marvel movies all within the same week. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. <clears throat> Luckily, I was on a plane. Yeah, because you got you got a lot of free movies. I saw Avengers before I saw those Thor and Black Panther, which is kind of crazy. Wait, wait, even Black Panther? Yeah. Okay. So you watched them all in reverse. Yeah. So uh, you should see them the opposite way. You yeah. See, yes, you should. You should see Black Panther, then you should see Ragnarok. No. Ragnarok came out first before Black Panther. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Okay, go on. Because because the, they're not really related. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they're going um, on like di- in different places. But I would, after seeing Ragnarok and your comment about it being more of a comedy than anything, it is completely true. Mm. Um, now, before you say anything, because I because I think we're on the kind of the same wavelength when it comes to Ragnarok. Like I didn't like it as much because I want my superheroes to be more serious. My brother and his wife freaking loved Dude, Ragnarok. Everybody, everybody I've on to, the planet, loved except Ragnarok. for you, said exactly. they thought it was the greatest movie ever. I'm ever. the only person on the planet who didn't like Ragnarok. Nope. I know. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but after seeing it, I was in agreement of, okay, uh, this was a comedy. This wasn't sure. This wasn't a, an Avengers movie, right? Or uh, like a Thor movie. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? We go from the Hulk, who says nothing, and can barely communicate with people, yeah, and just wants to smash everybody's face, everybody's face in. Right. Oh, and now he has like a girlfriend, lady that he hangs out with, and fake fights, and he can talk, and he's he's cool. Yeah, it's like uh, you went from zero to sixty with no movie uh, to show that this upgraded. Mm-hmm. We had uh, I don't know. I I personally didn't like the fact that I guess I'm kind of split. See, I hate 
the Hulk personally. I know a lot of people like him a lot. I personally hate his character because to me he's just this big stupid brute that half the time is an enemy because Yo, he's yeah, ruining he's everything. Yep. Yeah. He's just something that you just have to unleash on the bad guys. Which is how they portrayed him in every movie prior. Right. And now he's a fully functional thinking uh, superhero. So now there's really no even reason to have Banner around because the Unless Hulk... you need a scientist. A scientist, yeah. Which you still but have. But he won't let Banner out. So now you're having right. to fight. Well, we want Bruce Banner now. Well, that's too bad because the Hulk, the Hulk's smart enough now not to let Banner out. And then when Banner comes out, well, can't get the Hulk out. It's super Man, goofy. Can't. It's like, was this in the comic or what? What happened? Because this didn't make sense to me. Right. But and then they also made Ragnarok eighties music and theme and the of only the reason, the only literally the only reason why they did that is because uh, Thor the, the whole series was kind of a dud. For the franchise, for the Marvel franchise, it could not make that series sell. And then they watched how good Guardians sold. Oh, yeah. Which was an 80s themed series. So they're like, well, let's just do that. We'll just copy and paste that over. It'll be just fine. And it did. It, it, I think but, it but, did but, work. But then they added humor, which was the Guardians, I guess. Again, they just took all the elements that went really good in the Guardians series oh. and just transferred over again. What's the big new hot item that's going gangbusters? Guardians. 80s comedy. Take everything that works in that, plop it over into uh, Thor. Let's see how it turns out. And apparently, it worked flawlessly. Because I'm the only person in the world who didn't like no, it. No, me and you. Okay, sure. But either way, everybody else loves it. Loves it, loves it, loves it. And that's fine. I, I, I'm and not going to crap I wouldn't on your opinion for liking the. I wouldn't I just, say don't watch it. Don't. It just... Out of the whole series of Marvel movies, it wasn't the great... <sighs> If I could just not be and what's such up a with stuck the character? up nerd. What? What's up with the guy from Jurassic Park? What's his nuts? Oh, I love him, though. <laughs> what? The guy, his character in the movie? Um, or you mean... Just in general. So I let him get I, away with murder. I like, um, I like Goldberg. him, too. Goldberg. That's not Goldberg. Isn't it Goldberg? No. Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Sorry. I'm, I'm just I like him in general as well. I think he's great. So I let Jeff Goldblum get away with murder because I... Because he's just this fun human that if we put him in anything, <laughs> I just think it's funny. But his character... Which is why they did it. Was, they put him in there because they knew it would make people uh, laugh. He he was such a ridiculous yes. character. I, yes. I don't care who he actually played. Like, that Jeff Goldblum was a character. That character in the movie was a shitty character. It was a really weak character. I think I agree with you completely, actually. I let him get away with it because it was Jeff Goldblum. But if it was anybody else, was, if I was able to take a step back and was look at the character, I think he was a garbage character. Garbage. Now, again, I think I mean, I'm how does he, a weak little bitch, keep a Hulk contained in an, an arena? I mean, come on. He. It was a bad movie. That movie was. Now again, he made me smile the whole entire time. He, he, was kind he of had a screen. bunch of funny stuff, right? Right. Especially but at I, the end or whatever. Again, I think it was just because he was Jeff Goldblum. So it's such like, a good... This was a garbage uh, superhero movie. I mean... I probably liked it more than Batman vs. Superman. Non-director's cut. No, I will... Um, I'll, I'm going to give that to you. But if you... If because... I, if you said that the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman was 
really good, then I would probably pick that one. Yeah. BVS, um, it's so dark. I get why people hate it. I completely get why people hate it. The only reason why I'm okay with it is because it's Batman and Superman. But see, I that's fine it... that they're dark. No, I know. It's a different... It's this... People don't get that when you reboot a series, you can have it in different universes totally. or different alternate timelines. Yeah. yeah. And the normal citizens don't get that, but like the people who understand the comics, like you or Koi or whatever, you guys get it. Right. I, I just... The, the director's cut is so much better than the regular cut. Because they added in the stuff that explains the yeah. the storyline, where in the theatrical version, they cut those out, so all of a sudden you're like, why is Batman so pissed at Superman? Yeah. And he doesn't say anything, he's just insta-mad. Yeah. He goes from 0 to 100, and he's just trying to murder this other guy, and you have no idea why. When I saw it, th- I had no background. I just saw it in theater, and I'm going, why is Batman such an idiot? Right. And, it, and as a result, it didn't sell good. Because everyone only saw the theatrical version, so everyone was done with it. Like, okay, well, this is clearly a bad movie. And then you watch the director's cut, and it's like, well, there's, of course it's a bad movie. You took out all the, the plot. Yeah. But anyways, I, I don't know. Okay. I would definitely, I'm going to give that to, to Thor. I do think that Thor is a better movie than BVS, at least theatrical. So then Black Panther. Black Panther, on the other hand. New franchise, I have no idea. New IP, yeah. Who, I, I'm not big into comics, so I have no idea. Two film, Panther. it's a new IP. Technically, Black yeah. Panther's been around Comic. since like the 60s, yeah. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I've heard good things. Had good music. Um, I guess it brought a superhero down to, and he's super, but in more of a Batman way, right? Because it's Because he's human. Except he has a little bit of power with that stuff he drinks, the flower petals that they crush on. I don't know what you're talking about because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. But the cool thing is, is that he's not Superman. He's not like this ultimate god, like Thor. He's a. He, it kind of brings it down to Batman, where it's like he's is a he normal like Iron Man or Batman. Yeah, he's a normal person that's enhanced. Sure. So he still can die because he faces uh, the other bad guy, his who, brother or something like that. Right? No. It's his cousin. Or Kill, Killmonger's not his brother. Okay, so I, I guess from the commercials, I always thought it was his brother. It was, and when he gets his uh, Black Panther suit, he's like golden, which black looks, and gold, which looks really cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it was pretty <laughs> cool where he's like black and gold versus the Black Panther guy, which yeah. is black, black and, and silver. silver. Yeah. Um. And his sister's like this whiz, whiz kid, uh, IT chick. Sure. Um, and she does some wild stuff. Um, they have enhanced, uh, what do you call it? Like technology, t- tech. So they, and I'm probably getting these movies confused where she's going and doing surgery on people where, you know, n- no one can do this stuff, but these people. Okay. It was pretty neat. Someone complained that, that their, um, the army that they have looks like a tribal army. Right. And they're like, how do you... There's no tanks and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they're fucking staffs with a blade on the end. Could shoot goddamn laser beams. Oh, sure. I don't remember who said that, but I was like, they have laser beams. I don't think they need a tank. It's, it's the one kid who complains about everything. Oh, yeah. That's okay. it. But yeah, I was like, you're ridiculous. Yeah. They have freaking laser beams and their staffs. They don't need a tank. Sure. Um, the movie ended as 
it ended a story. So if they do a sequel, it could be a whole new story arc. Sounds good. Um, which I guess did get kind of converted into the new Avengers. Sure. Because they play a heavy role in the new Avengers movie. Yes, they do. Big, big, big. And I think there is a Black Panther 2 planned. I don't I'm, think sure, it's been I'm sure that they have a trilogy arc, just like the rest of them all have trilogy arcs. Yep, because Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is announced and uh, yeah. the Infinity Infinity War yeah, kind of then... had them in it and you... I don't know. You don't have to tell me too much more. And actually, I don't watch it yet. Don't, don't spoil anything. But yes... The, Gal- the Guardians of the Galaxy are in the current movie. and um, There's also a third one yeah. planned for like 2020. Right. The next Avengers movie is coming up before they do anything else because they need to clear up a lot of stuff before they can do anything going forward. And uh, this is the part where it's like, we know all these next movies and the storyline of this Infinity War is like, uh okay, well, something has to happen because... To get to any of these other movies. Yep. Yeah. Um, sure. So kind of, it kind of sucks knowing that these movies are coming out. I suppose. Because it kind of wrecks Infinity War. However... But we know there's so many new characters and new IPs coming out, um, and that's because, in theory, they're changing a lot of the Marvel Universe and slash killing off or yeah, but, retiring or whatever. <clears throat> a lot of these are going to be continued. Like Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Black Panther, Spider-Man. Sure. There's the same characters moving forward. Yep, yep, yep. However... So you know that they survived. This isn't a spoiler, per se, because the comic book has already done this. What? Infinity War. Oh, yeah. It's already... Yes. If okay. you read the comic okay. series, they're following the comic series. Well, there's... Sort of. Sort of. And that's the thing. So is... we don't know who's going to fix it or who's going to save the world right. universe, but it's... They're going to save the universe. But minus any X-Men or, or anything like that. Because the X-Men have, are usually involved in all these scenarios in the comic books. Are they? Yep. Oh. They're always... What do you mean? You mean Deadpool's not going to show up? Just... Deadpool... <laughs> what if Deadpool shows up and kills Thanos? Deadpool never shows up in any of these. At least I don't think he does. Because if he did, he'd just make a mockery of everything. That's going on. <laughs> so yeah, so they, they got to always leave him out. Like, you get your own series, stay the F over there because you ruin everything else for everybody else. <laughs> We're trying to take stuff seriously over here, and, you got, and you're bringing in your unicorns and just making fun of everything. Um, I love the character Cable, so I'm interested to see... So Deadpool 2 comes uh, out yeah, next Yeah, Deadpool weekend. comes out next weekend. 18th. And I, Cable was my favorite superhero for a long time. I don't, who the fuck is Cable? Cable is Cyclops' son. So he's from he's from X Men. He's from the future. Yes, he's a, he is, he's from X Men. So was he? In, you remember the X Men cartoon? Yes. Was he in there? Yes. He's from the the nineties cartoon. So he's, Cyclops is the guy that like he goes. He has the arm. Oh no no no. Cyclops. Oh no no. Cyclops is the the eye beam. Yep. Lasers. Who's the guy with the armor? That's um. That's um Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. And Cable is whose son? Cable is Cyclops. And Phoenix's son. Oh, Phoenix, not Jean Grey. Well, same person. Well, yes, but Jean Grey goes nuts and turns into Phoenix. And yeah, she's all fucking angry. there's multiple storylines here, but yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. so in either way, let's just wrap it up by saying it is the future son who has come back in time, uh, which is why he's old and he's got uh, gray hair and metal arms, and he's because he's from the future. He's all this like future tech. He's a 
he's got all these awesome guns and all this cool so stuff. why is he evil? He's not evil. Okay. Oh, okay. So no, this no, is no, 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 no. He's a good guy. What? Okay, how, how about this? In the cartoons, <laughs> he's a good guy who maybe has got different reasons to maybe kill people or do things. Uh, okay. But he's always there to help and protect the X-Men. You mean Deadpool. <laughs> I don't know how he interacts with Deadpool. That's the thing. So I've um, never read any comic books with him and Deadpool, but apparently that's a big thing. Is they take this very, very serious character of um, Cable. Cable, and they take this completely unserious <laughs> character in Deadpool, and he's kind of like the straight man to to what's his name's comedy, uh, Deadpool's comedy. It's gonna be interesting because Deadpool looks to have a bunch of the X Men on his side. Yes, and the X Force. Oh Jesus Christ! The X Force is just a spinoff. It's, it's like it's like a, a minor. Was it the newer X Men? No, 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 no. Xavier died it, it, or whatever. No, it's just like a, a splinter team. Like you guys are going to be our X Force. You're going to go do this. You're going to do this, the dirty work that we can't do. Okay, but Wolverine what? In this timeline, right? I don't think so. Well, because he died in Wolverine. Yeah, that's, that's way should... in the future. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's when they're all like old and super old. Jesus Christ. No, they're they're going to be doing... Cause, so here's the thing. But Deadpool doesn't guess... take anything seriously. So what they're going to do is they're going to be wandering around the mansion and like they're going to have like the X-Men like on vacation or something. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Because like, that, like, they don't want to pay for any of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Except true. for whatever they can afford. So they're going to have but, just see, like this... Because now they can afford it because this was a blockbuster. Yeah. And this next one is going to be a But big they do have team. a whole entire X-Force team. So I don't know if that's like five players. Essentially, the X-Force is uh, like a special ops team. A special okay, ops so team. It's, it's the dirty work uh, of the X-Men that... We're not X-Men, but there's a secret force right. that does the dirty stuff. Exactly. That is not public. We're, we are the guys who are willing to kill humans and, and do stuff to get... Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah we get blood on our hands. The X Men are mainly like killing those big, huge robots and stuff yeah. like that. Um. So Avengers is out. You should go see that because then we can talk about it. Deadpool two is next weekend, and then I shouldn't snap. Sorry, that's fine. In two more weekends, Han Solo comes out. Yeah. What a blockbuster month! I know. No kidding. Weird. No kidding at all. So, how? From the really and these are all Disney owned. Oh, properties. My. Oh, that's right. And a month was it a month ago when uh, Black Panther came out? Two months ago? No, that came out over a year ago. No, 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 no. no. It came out last year. Did it? Yeah, but we would have went and seen it. Remember? We usually see that stuff for. Work. It's not on DVD yet. It's just dropping on DVD. Okay. All right. Sure. Good point. Um, I forgot that Disney owns. Wow, they're just like dominating the year. I know. So Solo comes out. The little tiny rumor I heard was that, um, what's his nuts, takes the cake. Oh, um, Lando Crisian. Yep, that's what I've heard as well. That's what, that's what everybody is saying is that it's Lando Crisian is just this, and it's because Donald Glover is the the actor. Donald, everyone yeah. loves Donald. Well, Glover. also, I think the guy who plays Solo is just weak. I think that's what, it, and that's what I, I think is the because, shame of the scenario. Uh, Han Solo is a pretty strong character, from our knowledge of Star Wars. He's he's a he's witty. He's, he's the loud. coolest character in the old series. Yeah, he should be. Everybody very loves Han Solo on the screen. 
and then they bring in this guy who I think a lot of us all have our eyes kind of like glazed over when we look at him like you're not Harrison Ford so I think we again I haven't seen the movie so I don't know anything about it so I shouldn't try to prejudge it but I as soon as I saw his character on the trailers they barely put his character in the trailers they put everybody else in their almost equal time with him or more time than him I think it's because he doesn't carry the movie very good because otherwise they, he, they would have him in it a lot more he's the main character Tom Cruise takes up the entire Tom Cruise oh, I'm saying for, for like a, for a Tom Cruise movie he takes up the entire oh, oh, uh, screen time as an for, example yeah for the trailer like Mission Impossible yeah yeah he's in everything well, exactly whereas this character he's it's called Solo and he's not the main character in the trailers half the time. I didn't even know this movie was coming out this soon. I thought it was coming out at holiday, but you said they they shifted their schedule. As far as I know, um, I guess I don't remember the. Sh- I know that they shifted it. I think that they shifted it up. I don't know. I don't know where it shifted from, to be honest. Uh, but I know that there was a shift. Either way, it caught me off guard as well, realizing that it was dropping. In two weeks, I I want to see it, but knowing that he's not strong, I don't really right. I, I won't go see it day day one. Yeah, I don't how, care. How about this? I don't have high expectations for it. I will probably see it in theaters. Um, but it's a, think, it's really good to see in theaters just because it's that uh, experience that experience of the battle, spaceship battle stuff, right on the big screen. Probably pretty good. I think I'm going to like... Oh, I'll tell you what. I know I'm going to like it more than the last movie. Um, The last one is... uh, You didn't like that one? No. I liked it when I first left the theater. But the more I thought... Here's the thing. I'm two minds about this uh, this last movie. Oh, wait. With uh, that chick going to find... What's his nuts? That one. Where what's his nuts? Yeah, Luke Skywalker. Where Luke dies. The Last Jedi. That's what that's what the last one was called. It was called The Last Jedi. Yes. So, when I left the theater with The Last Jedi, I liked it. Because as a standalone movie, not in a series, I think it's an entertaining movie that I think is got lots of action in it, and it's an enjoyable movie. Visually stunning. A lot of cool stuff happens in it. But... But, as an element of a series, I think this is the most cancerous thing that's ever could have possibly happened to Star Wars. I feel like you listened to a bunch of other people's podcasts and now you've switched your thought because before you were like, you were okay with it. I think it is both. <laughs> I think that it is, yes, I listen to a lot of other people's podcasts and YouTube channels and I get more and more bitter every single time I hear something. But it is also the more and more time that I've had to think about it. Ooh, bad. Mm-mm. The more I upset, no, I get so about things. You're just things. sleeping on. You're just getting more angry. Right. Because there's so many elements that grind my gears on this movie. For instance, okay, I think you're just mad because the director fucked it up. Well, yeah, and, and now it's going back to what's his face, Michael Bay it's, or whatever. It's, no, JJ. It's going J. J. back Abrams. to JJ Abrams. And I don't know what he's going to do about it. I don't know how he's going to fix the scenario. What, was he in an interview where he said he has no idea? 
Or was that well? No, he's already trolled. No, he's already written everything. Okay, so he knows what's gonna happen because he posted on Twitter uh, the day that he finally finished his script. He's like, the script is done. Now it's time to make this thing. Um. So in theory, he knows what he's gonna do. He wrote it. He'll figure it out. But uh, as a fan, I don't know how he moves forward from what Ryan Johnson did to break the game. I can't believe Disney let him get away with it. He broke so many elements of the story. And they made a mockery of a lot of the things that we know of Luke Skywalker. And Luke Skywalker does so many dumb things in it that it's just goofy. Him throwing that lightsaber over his shoulder and just saying, fuck it. Fuck the, fuck the, the lightsaber. I never needed it in the first place. Or whatever. Uh, screw the Jedi. Screw my friends. I don't care about anybody. I'm just going to be on here by myself. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo are never on in the same movie at the same time. Han Solo dies in the last one. Or the one before this. Mm-hmm. So he never gets to see uh, Luke Skywalker. I mean, when they brought this series back, I think everybody thought that they were going to be on the same... They were going to hug each other or do something cool. And here, nope. They never got to see each other. But that's actually... That, that's that's going too far into it. He does so many weird things, like drinking that milk out of that creature's tit and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just... They do, they do so many goofy things. You're like, what? What are you doing right now? Stop this. Stop everything you're doing right now. It's like they were making fluff to not have to make Star Wars. Yeah. But I mean... They have this super long chase scene that should not even be a thing. Which one? The whole end of the game, the whole end of the, the movie is them doing this slow oh. motion chase scene yeah. out in space when we all know that they have the technology to jump in front of the other team. This is... You mean the bad guys? Okay. Yes. At any time, they can just do a hyper jump... And be in front of the in front of the good guys, so they have them boxed in and just shoot the hell out of them. But instead, we spend a two-hour movie doing a slow motion chase scene for no reason. In a universe where we can teleport ahead of time, well, not teleport technically, you could, but but do a hyper jump and be in front of the cutting people off. So it's it's insane. It was like they took a director that's never seen Star Who's Wars. Who's never seen Star Wars. Or at least Wars. understood Star Correct. Wars. And said, hey, write a sequel. Yes. Okay. So, and then they just said, On top oh, of that, good. another thing, a part of this chase scene, is they're waiting for the Rebels to run out of gas. Which is the only time in all of Star Wars where we talk about gas or fuel. We oh, never talk about... Fueling up our machines, like they're on these. I think everyone assumed that they were on like these constant regenerating generators well, of that, some sort. Well, the bad guys never waited; they just always attacked. Why would the bad guys wait for them to run out of gas? I don't know. They, they would, would never wait for. Of anything. course, they wouldn't. They would just go, "Oh, bad guy!" Or uh, I'll cut you off and I'll kill you. It's always about attack. Yeah, take them out. Take them yeah, out now. That's what I mean. Why would we spend two hours hunting you? Well, technically, two hours of our time. It's probably like days of their time. I think it is days of their time. Because what about uh, episode seven? No, is this eight? Was the first? This is eight right now. What are they? Yes, yeah, so episode seven. 
it like starts with the bad guys attacking. They're yes. always attacking. Yeah. They're always making the first move. The Jedi's are always last. Right. But um oh another crazy re- insane in- absolutely insane uh idea. Why would Luke Skywalker force project himself across the galaxy to fight his nephew only to die anyways because he spent so much energy projecting himself over there. So, okay, so, so let's just think about this, right? Very About halfway through the movie, they show his, or maybe near the beginning, they show his uh, ship sunk in the water. Do you remember that element? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think everybody in the theater thought, okay, he's going to mind pull that out or, or telepathically uh, yep. pull that out of the water I, later I, I when he goes to go do stuff. Why show it? There's no reason to show it except for that fact. Like, it's how we watch movies nowadays. When you show an il- a small element like that, we know that's a call- it's going to be called back later in the movie. They never do call that back later. They never do. He never does try to come in and save the day. And I thought that's what was going to happen on uh, that that new Hoth planet, which is just a callback to, um, uh, Revenge of the yeah Revenge of the Sith. No, not Revenge of the Sith. Dude, I don't know Star Wars. That's very good. <laughs> Episode 5, whatever it's called. Empire Strikes Back. So, um... Because uh, it's just another hot scene. And when all the rebels are trapped in that cave, I thought Luke Skywalker was going to come flying in with his X-Wing and blast them all the smiths or do something cool. He force projects himself across the galaxy, which I think is impressive. I do think that it is impressive that he did this. And I love it. Absolutely love it. When... Uh, his nephew, Kylo Ren, stabs through him, and he realizes, oh, "I'm not. He's not even here." And then Luke Skywalker smiles at him over and says, "I'll see you around, kid." He disappears. When he did that, I Ooh, it was a fucking badass moment. I, it was one of the most badass moments in all of Star Wars, in my opinion. And then he dies Which immediately was... after that, and I thought, "What a waste! What an un, but fucking leaveable waste!" So let me get this straight. You force projected yourself across the entire galaxy to fight somebody. When if you're going to risk your life like this anyways, you might as well have gone there in person and risked your life for real. Because if you're going to die anyways, what was all this magic for? Why would you do all this? Here's the thing. If they were going to kill him off in the movie anyway to get him out of the movie. Put him, put him there in real life. Have him do a force projection fight at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's badass. Mm-hmm. And then have him do the physical fight at the end. And then have him die. Sure, yeah. And then turn him into the force. Yes. And either way, no matter what, no matter what, it has to be something that if you're going to kill Luke Skywalker... Oh, it better be for a damn good reason. It, he better basically be kind of doing what, uh, what that, that one... Obi. The, the chick commander when she drove the ship into the enemy oh. and committed suicide. It has to be something like that where he dramatically... Gives up his life to save everybody else. And he I did. get that he did a distraction. For like 15 people. Right. <laughs> but that's exactly it. It was for like 15 people. Because that's the whole entire Rebel Force it, now. Who was important in there? Uh, his sister. His sister who should have been dead multiple times. And I can't believe oh God, that Ryan one. Johnson didn't kill her off. He had, he he Space had, He almost killed her three times in the movie. And... She died before the release of the movie, okay? So Ryan Johnson and all of Star Wars, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, they know Kathleen Kennedy is, is the, the owner of Star Wars, or she's in charge of Star Wars now, whatever you want to call her. 
they know that she doesn't exist for the upcoming movie, Episode 9. So they don't kill her off in this movie. Okay. Alright, so you... It, 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 makes, so they, it makes me want to punch somebody in the face. They kill off the person that's alive still. They kill off the person who's alive still. They keep alive the person that died, which is after the movie is a hindsight. No, However, no, but, but but what I'm saying is she died before the release. No, no. So they know. Yeah, they filmed it with her, obviously, because yeah, she's so alive they, when they filmed it. But she died before the release. Okay, then go back, rewrite this thing, and have her die off. But then you lose all the money. You don't even need to rewrite it, because they half killed oh, her three times in the movie. Actually kill her in one of them. In one of the events, any of the events, have her actually die in it. Um... And now, what are you going to do for the next movie? She dies in her sleep halfway in between the, the next film? No. What, they'll do what that, are they going to do? Just like the the old commander guy. They're going to do the CG... Face-over work thing. Face-over work, which is actually pretty impressive. Yes, it is. But it's Disney. Um, and they'll probably kill her off fairly soon after that. But no, they have to... You know, Abrams probably had to write that in. And Admiral Akbar. They killed Admiral Akbar. Didn't even say anything about it. He just passed away. Oh yeah, and he's a big character. He was a big character. It's a trap. No, he he they die. He, they kill him. They don't even talk about him afterwards at all. That's the thing. I think and that was this last episode. And I was okay with them killing off Admiral Akbar when I thought that she died as well because it was this big dramatic thing. People die in war. I'm okay with it. If they both get sucked out into the vacuum of space and they're, they're everyone's dying and you're like ah oh, shit, you know we're we're losing men left and right or you know, whatever. But when she just Mary Poppins backs in, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then she opens the door. No, no, she doesn't open the door. She floats up to the airlock door, knocks on the door, which I thought, oh, my God. Are we really knocking on doors right now? I, 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 for some reason, that just irked me. That she walked, that she strolled up to the door, tunk, tunk, knocks on the door. I'm like, okay, right. well, I'm going to let this slide. And then the idiots on the inside open the doors. <laughs> And no one addresses it. No one addresses the fact that in a hallway, they opened up the doors to hard vacuum. And nothing happens. She's just supposed to stroll into the hallway and no one gets sucked out into space? What? <laughs> what is going on right now? You don't open doors to hard vacuum? Whatever. I, I, it, I, no. I it's almost like they did make it. Whoever, I swear to God, Ryan Johnson has never seen a Star Wars movie before, and he just was writing like a madman the entire no, I time. I feel like she was supposed to die then. And I then I know she was supposed to die so then. I, I bet you she died then, and then he he comes back like, oh no 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 no. I know she was supposed no, to die then. We, we we can't have her die. Uh, have her uh, knock on the door and uh, just let her in. Well, yeah. Just and then well, uh, continue. How how are we gonna get her in, sir? Just open the door. To space. No, yeah, just, 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 you know, there's a shield there. There's a tiny shield there. It's okay. You can't see it, but it's there. Okay. <laughs> it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. It's fine. Oh, it made me so mad. Um, opening scene. One of the best scenes in the in the whole entire film. Opening scene. Now, when I very first watched it, I thought it was kind of okay and kind of cool. Because uh, no. it, because it's, because no, it, it's, it's, it's the bomber scene. I the bomber was scene. Like, what the shit's going the on? The bomber right scene was, uh, uh, retro, because it was like supposed to be like an old fashioned, like bombing the France kind of thing. If the science was behind it, yeah, it would have been great. It would have been great. It honestly would have been great. But 
you are dropping bombs in space. They're not projectiles. There's no gravity, but they're dropping bombs in space. And it, I, I, it's unbelievable. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, 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 stop. I know this is Star Wars. I know we have laser sounds in space and all these cool sounds in space. And in, in the vacuum of space, there's not supposed to be any sound. And explosions. Right. But we do know, because it is a fundamental element of Star Wars, that there is no gravity still in space. And But they're dropping bombs in the middle of nowhere. I couldn't believe it. Because it's not like they're close to the planet or something like that. Well, they also... There was a... And a spaceship isn't large enough to create gravity. Yeah. But then, like, things would fall on the spaceship, and then they couldn't get it. And then it I know. And then the person fell out. That's like... I know. Wow. All right. I know. And she's hanging out in this into space as well. And she's yep. laying on a, a railing, and there's nothing beneath her. She's, like, out in space, just hanging out there. Yeah. Apparently alive. I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, there's so many weirdness going on. Oh, and then Poe. Uh, yeah, it's Poe. Who's the, the white guy, right? Yeah, he is. He's the, not bounty, but yeah, he's the... Yeah, the, 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 the cool air pilot. Yep. Space pilot. So, he single-handedly takes out this huge ship now. When I, again, when it was first started going down, I was like, this guy's badass as hell. But then it got to a point where I was like, like we can't have him take out everybody this is a little too OP like slow it down he's being way too powerful he's killing everything all by himself you can't have one man kill everybody Darth Vader did he is a Sith Lord (laughs) if if Poe was a pilot listen if Poe was uh, a, a Jedi but he's a, a Jedi master. No, he's. Just, I'd be okay with he's it. He's just a light. Ver- what did he call? What the was the light side called? The Force. He's a a light side. He could just call it light side. He's a pilot. It's not good. He's enough. piloting. It's not good enough. The light side. It's not. He's not. I don't. You don't care if he's Wedge Antilles or whatever you want to call him. He's not good enough to be able to hold off an entire empire. And Poe just single handedly just blows everything to smithereens like as a superstar. And then fine, I'll give it to him. Let's say he's the best pilot in the galaxy. He shouldn't be that OP. OP is overpowered for every for for anyone who is not a millennial. I mean, Chris. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> that's that's what OP means. Overpowered. I don't know, man. It it was like, what would you feel about episode seven? Who was Abrams? I don't like that movie either, to be honest. But that, but I'm, I'm, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad because of that. Right. It wasn't bad because of stupid reasons. It was it was bad because of because of what he didn't write the story that oh. I wanted to write. <laughs> so so I I didn't like it because I had expectations and hopes that didn't get uh, addressed. Mm. So that's my own nerdum being like, well, you just need to back off. Okay, let let them write the movie that they're gonna write. Um, hmm. but in this case, it was so many flaws like honestly who writes a slow motion chase scene in a star wars movie like let's get something going on here i've never seen a slow motion star wars chase is why 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 would you why would i no one no one wants to watch a slow motion chase scene for two hours is the ewoks walking ewoks yeah you mean the ats no the ewoks little dudes 
What are you talking and about? They're walking around the forest. It's like a little. Oh, okay, fine. Like because they're like, wandering around. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, I hear you. It's not real chasing. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. You and your Star Wars, you get so emotional. I know. Oh, just we'll wrap up real quick by just saying uh, the Destiny DLC is entertaining. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And that'll be it. Um, you said there wasn't much story to it. There's not much story to it. It's a really short DLC that's not worth $20. But as a whole, okay, the story in the DLC isn't worth $20 because it's, it's too short. But if you're buying the whole block, because it, it's like a season pass for well, all the DLCs. Well, <sighs> I'm gonna take one step back. What I meant to say was, oh, man. for twenty dollars, you're getting a, a little bit of story element. You're getting new multiplayer maps. You're getting new guns, oh, new armor. You're getting all this new stuff added to the game. So as long as you play more than single player, right? If you're playing more than a single player, it's totally worth twenty bucks. If you just bought it to find out what the next element of the story is, you got gypped. That's not worth twenty dollars, but no. But I feel like most people play Destiny to play, like more than just yes, the campaign, right? Because the people who are well, still devoted the campaign, to this game, the they're playing it for all the different nuances of it, and they added a lot of different cool changes. They added um, all sorts of cool new uh, competitive tiers and stuff into the multiplayer. They changed multiplayer quite a bit. Is it like they, Fortnite now? Because I won't play unless it's no, like Fortnite. No, it's, in my opinion, significantly better than Fortnite. But that's because I'm kind of over Fortnite. I've given up on it. Not that, I'm not saying Fortnite. Okay, if anyone's listening right now, I'm not saying Fortnite's a bad game. I'm just kind of over it. I don't care anymore. Like, I, if I drop onto the island one more time, I'm just going to throw up. I'm, I'm just done with it. But I haven't even played it, and I'm already sick of it. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> every time I see That's because it gets talked about every single day. I see a worker watching streams of it, and I'm just going, how are you building... You're building a bridge below you and above you at the same time while you're running full speed. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, I do it all the time. I do I do it right now. I'm I mean, like, it, that's it, not realistic it, at all. No, it's not supposed to be realistic. Hey, it's it's supposed, supposed to be realistic. Yeah, yeah it's a cartoon. It, it's like, good. Well, it's not for me then. So. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's pure entertainment. But at the same time, I... It's just the same thing over and over and over again. I, I just don't want anything to do with it anymore. Not, not again. I'm not... Trying to shit on it because I think it is a good game and I had fun with it when I had fun with it, but I'm on to the next thing. It's it's not for me anymore. Sounds like the Nintendo Switch might be your new best friend. It's what's turned into be. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Xbox. I'm not trying to say fuck Xbox either, but I'm saying that Nintendo Switch has been a lot so easier to Xbox. use. That's all to you. Oh, I need it for another room, so I'll probably buy it. How much? I don't know how much you want. Uh, hundred and fifty. Oh, that's tempting. I'll buy it for 150. Mm, that's too tempting. All right, we'll have to talk about this off here, but yeah, I'll buy it for 150. To, to I don't, what? What if I want to play Fortnite? You won't. Play I want to build bridges above you, and you, below you, while you I run. You won't. You won't play Fortnite. And you're not gonna play the Destiny DLC. Oh, I can't get rid of it. I got Hydro Thunder. Oh yeah, you can't get rid of it. Wait, can you still play Hydro Thunder on the Xbox 360? Yes, I can. All right, then you don't need it. You dirty dog. <laughs> all right. It's midnight. Yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys for all coming to listen to us again this week. Um, We will get those other bonus episodes up here shortly as well. 
uh, write into us. We want to hear your input. We want to know what you guys want to talk about. Do we have Facebook? We do. We have, we have a Facebook page, Flipping and Mashing. Check it out. Uh, see the different stuff we posted on there. Comment on there. Let us know your thoughts about the show, what you guys want to hear. You can email us. Yep, you can email us at uh, flippingandmashing at gmail.com. You can call Steve's cell phone and complain. Yep, it's 555-555-555. But, um... Uh, and that's it for this week. You guys have an awesome week. See ya.